guys. Uh, welcome to the three o'clock hour. <clears throat> look at Brian. He looks like a crazy person. Look at him. What's up, man? Yeah. His hair is all messy. You look at it. You got like a jerry curl going down the side of your face. Right. It's awesome. Can you stop making? I couldn't find my stupid hat. You've been working really hard, bro. That's that's it. What's okay. up, Jeremy? All right. So, uh, quick quick thing. We finally have the ability to put chat into the video. What? Yep. And I'm gonna test it here. The next oh. person that chats, I'm putting it on the screen. That's cool. We've we've finally been able to do there that. There it is. Yep. Oh, all yep. right. We can now finally put their chats on the screen. Well, what's the difference between that and having it on the sidebar? Um, it's immortalized here forever. Oh, all right. So they can. Oh, so you can see it when we're doing. Yeah. yeah. No, I can. Yeah, I, I can highlight certain chats. Like when, when we're oh, talking okay. about it, someone saying something, we can actually show it. When someone super chats, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Cool. Very good. Very good. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, look who we got over here. We got today with us. We got Arc Mage Frey. Jeremy's in the house. Doomed, huh? Space Citizen. Let's go. I agree with that. Arch Sorry, we were like, yeah. We should just uh, when for people showing up late, we should just act like we've been talking about Strange New World the whole time. Yeah, and so when Spock got in that <laughs> shuttle, man, <laughs> is that what we should do? Because <laughs> we're an hour late. We are. We're an hour late today. We got. But well, let's greet everybody here, and we'll explain why. Uh, let's see, PJO, hey, what's up? KBG Games says, I hope we paid attention this week because we usually miss a lot of stuff. We'll have to talk about that and figure out what's up with that. Uh, being late an hour means I get to watch live for a change. Very cool. Andrew Titchener, welcome. And John Burns, yeah, everybody's here. Loving it. Josh Temple, very cool. All right, so why were we late today, Ryan? Uh, Shane. Shane May is late. <laughs> I technically did make us late. Uh, guys, we did something. Ultimately, you made us late. Ultimately, well, ulti ultimately, so many other things that delayed. Well, yeah, you I was gonna say like I got it to you soon enough that it shouldn't have been late. No, but that's if you not hadn't true. Been doing what you... uh, it takes really? like six hours sometimes to edit this stuff, and you had so many false starts in that in that audio, I know, dude. But I got it to you at like seven six thirty yesterday. What? But because of stuff you, yeah, I sent it to you at six thirty yesterday. Oh my god, I didn't so, see it. I didn't see it till today. What? I didn't see it until today. Okay, so I'm I'm only taking half credit for it being late. <laughs> okay, so All right. so guys, the reason why we we've been late is we did something really monumentally crazy. Last week we put out three videos on the Popcast Prime channel, mm -hmm. and uh, we've never done that before. We were the channel that put out like a video a month. For the longest time. Yeah, sometimes the video every two months. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then we we're like, you know what? I bet we can get this down to two weeks. And then we had this crazy idea around Christmas to do a video every week. And I don't know what's happened, but we tried to do three videos last week. So we're, we're a little bit crazy right now. And on top of that, Brian has things going on with a conference. I have a kid, two kids with COVID right now. And it just kind of popped on us all of a sudden. So it's been... A good week. I yeah. mean, it's so great we're here with you guys because now we get to take a break and enjoy the day can, with you. We can talk about this now. We were supposed to be at the Oroville premiere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we were. But that's that COVID. Really yeah. So, yeah, Monday we found out that. So we were supposed to go to the premiere Wednesday night. Um, you probably saw some other YouTubers there. And uh, we were supposed to be there hanging out and getting this opportunity for covering the Oroville for all these years. 
it's kind of like a give back. We get to go and see Seth and Tom and everybody. And um, when my son came down with COVID, both Brian and I were exposed. And um, and so we couldn't go, which we weren't going to put everybody at risk anyways. So who knows? Maybe in the future we'll get to do something else. I just, you know, my, my first idea was what if we rent one of those hazmat suits? Oh, good. Yes. That would have been cool. Yeah, we could paint the tie on it and just go. Yeah. And just like have like an air tank or something like scuba dive. Like bubble boy. Yeah. It turns out neither one of us got COVID. So uh, we probably could have gone, but better safe than sorry, right? Yes. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. And my kids are doing fine. They're just, you know, kids seem to get through this COVID thing pretty easily. So yeah, they're doing all right. I like what Space says and said, uh, kids like COVID. That's why they keep licking everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's crazy is I'm really kind of shocked I didn't get it. My kids actually started running like a fever over the weekend. And, um, you know, we were just kind of like, oh, well, they probably got, you know, whatever is going around right now. We didn't really consider it to be COVID because we haven't really had that big of an issue with it. And, uh, then my oldest son got like really sick on Monday and we're like, Hey, you know what? We should probably do a COVID test or <laughs> my wife did. And, um, I don't know how I didn't get it to be honest with you, I guess. Cause I'm vaccinated, but I don't know. Yeah. It's probably cause you're, you're vaxxed triple, triple quadruple boosted. <laughs> right. I'm like boosted. I'm oh, vaxxed. And you don't really often leave your house. That's all. That's I, all. I don't, I wash my hands like a crazy person, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, so like, if the vaccine ends up being like something harmful and uh, we're all, you know, we all turn into zombies, uh, Shane's going first, like for sure. I'm just, oh, saying. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, well, I can actually make them, I can actually buy time for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take a while to, right. to, to get the, through me. You're the canary in the coal mine. Right. <laughs> like, Save yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay guys what are we talking about today we are talking about uh well we got a rant of the week and shane did not share with me once again what that rant was so uh this is going to be a fun uh day i can't wait yeah. to see what that is this is going to be good um it ju- it just has explanation points weird and angry faces huh so weird you show notes dude Jeez. also it's uh, personal so it'll be good ray liotta the, the guy from godfather right no, no, the guy from Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. Goodfellas dies at the age of 67. Maybe I've seen too many Goodfellas movies, but that seems sus to me. Mm. Especially considering that I spent three hours last night with like eight guys that are all in their 70s and they seem fine. Mm. Ray Liotta's had a pretty tough go at it, though. So Okay. Obviously, we are talking about Strange New Worlds, Episode 4 <laughs> Review, Balance of Terror. I mean... Because <laughs> it reminded me of Balance of Terror. It was like, oh, it was so similar to that TOS episode. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking about Top Gun Maverick a little bit. Should you go and watch Top Gun Maverick? Ooh. Hmm. Um, also, uh, in the member section, J.J. Abrams and Warner Brothers are beefing. It's like a rap beef from the 90s right now. Will rap Wheaton beef. attempted to kill himself. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was already knowledge. Like a happy, happy that's thing. Not, that's not. I mean, that. it's like a happy. I'm sorry, it's not like happy. Jesus, it's like a. Bro. You really don't like what we. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. It's that. It's it's not that it's happy. It's like it's. I was gonna be sarcastically say it's a happy headline. As like white Will dudes, we wanted to kill him. Problem with that? You know where you can go. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, listen, I don't know if it's prior knowledge, but he's coming out strong with it right now. So we got to talk about it. I hit the wrong button. I should have hit the button that says go kill yourselves. He has, I, have, I have an insert for him where he goes, you know what? You can go kill yourselves. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I guess I didn't load the right one. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. Um, and uh, Stargate mm-hmm. writer and producer to showrun Generation Mars. That's Robert Cooper, right? Robert Cooper. New show. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're talking about. But before we do, I need you guys to go check out this new thing, Liquid IV. Ooh. Yes, we are pimping this yes. again because it's really good stuff, and it's our only sponsor right now. Liquid IV, fantastical, Ooh. delicioso. That don't means breathe fantastic in the, and Don't delicious. breathe it in. Don't, don't breathe, breathe in, it the in when you do it. That will turn you into a zombie for sure. Was, no, well, you don't want me to be the zombie. You want you want the zombies I've to been, get me. I've been watching a lot of zombie movies. Right if you now. guys haven't tried Liquid IV, um, you guys need to try it. It's really great. You get twenty five percent off when you use our coupon code in the link below, and that twenty five percent off is nice savings. It tastes kind of like uh, I like lemon lime. What do you like, Brian? I actually don't like lemon lime, like at all. But I no, I said I. Yeah, I you know, like it's funny. Every time I say I like lemon lime, and I ask you what you like, instead of saying what you like, you just simply say I don't like lemon lime. I just I need to be clear that if you go to buy this stuff, you should buy the strawberry. It's no, it's it's it, the strawberry is delicious. The lemon okay. lime is not. If you like the the capital G one, okay, we can't say sports what, drink, what, right? Sport. If, you, if like, you like the capital G lemon lime. Drinks. If you like the capital G lemon lime flavor, this one's better than that. And that's my favorite capital G drink. Let me ask you a question. They so, said you can't talk about mm-hmm. these specific sports drinks, but yet every single time we talk about it, you still talk about it. You just don't say the name. It rhymes with Freighterade. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with a G and rhymes with you remember that Michael uh, the the office episode where it's like off it's like uh, where he goes home with Jan and he brings like people from the office over to have a dinner party. Do you remember? And they're and they're playing like Pictionary, and Michael <laughs> Michael's like, oh my god, it, uh, it rhymes with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? And they're like, you can't do that, you can't do that, you know, it's Arnold. So yeah, I'm pretty sure the sports drink we're referring to started off as a sponsor for a. Florida football team called the Gators. It did. Yeah, it's actually the the, right? the history. Wait, uh, th- our sponsor right now, Liquid Web is or Liquid IV is saying, thank you so much for let's talking about the history of, of the G word. <laughs> but it did. It started at a college in Florida where it was the drink. They were tr- the, the chemistry class was trying to get the players to be hydrated, so they created this drink. It ended up being the G stuff. So we can't talk about something that we spent which half we can't the talk show, about. half the ad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to fire us next week. So. Yeah, we're not going to have jobs. Okay. Probably won't be talking about this next week. Anyways, for sure, though, uh, listen, Liquid Wet, liquid IV is fantastic. Um, at least the strawberry one is really good. I use it every single Lemon day. Lime. Every single day. Oh, God. Every single day in my um, in my shakes. It's great. Uh, the There's a link in the description. You hit that thing. You support the show. You get 25% off. Win-win. 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 Okay. So... We are going to, uh, you know, we're just going to jump right into Rant of the Week, if you're cool with that. Can we do that? Oh, yeah. No, I do want to talk about that. Okay. All right. Hang hang 10 there, boss man. Rant of the Week. That that stinger lasts a long time. (laughs) You come in and you're like, you're like drinking like some Red Bull or whatever. Oh, you guys are back. Oh. 
Yeah, I got to hey, cut that so, finger. Okay, here's my rant of the week. You ready, guys? Yeah. So, listen, I as some of you may be aware, I'm trying to sell my house and I, I might have missed the market and it's frustrating me a little bit. So what I need to do though, is I needed a painter to come in, right? I needed a painter to come in, paint the inside and outside of my house. So the typical person I'd have to do it, couldn't do it. And I took bids. I had some people come in and I said, guys, come on, we're in Southern California. So we have a lot of independent handymen, I guess would be the right word for it. Non-contractor type people, a lot of them looking for work. Some of them are <laughs> Caucasian. Some of them are African-American. Most of them are from, let's just say, the Latino persuasion. He's an independent, independent <laughs> handyman. Independent contractor handyman. So they're non-licensed. <laughs> non-licensed. They're going to come in. You're going to pray I'm that gonna the get work some, is going to be done. I'm going to get some of that stuff. It's, a good, it's called it's good stuff. No, it's no, no, it's called great stuff. And we're going to frame your walls with the great stuff. I need like 700 bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so typically what happens in this case is you get a bunch of people come over and they, they take measurements. They go, okay, we're going to give you a price. So a good price for my house. I don't have a bad house. I have a decent house. It should be somewhere in the neighborhood. If you go on to like Angie's list or something like that, it's like, I don't know, probably about six to $7,000 to paint my house. Okay. So I bring all these people over and I start getting prices in, right? I get crazy prices, $18,000, $19,000 to paint my house, right? And then I get these other offers, $5,500. By the way, our, I, our, our father is a painting contractor. Go ahead. Right. But when I asked him if he could help me out with that, he's like, yeah, sorry. No, I, I, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Our biological father who lives in <laughs> Southern California is a painting contractor. He's like, you know what it would cost me to send one of my guys up there to help you out? I'm like, yeah, yeah, dad, I know. Next time you need Less some help editing. $5,000, that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyways, let's not bring the family history into Sorry. this. But listen, listen. So I get these, I'm getting these prices in and my eyes are getting bigger. 18000 19000 uh, Somebody like $22,000. I'm like, what in the heck's going on here? And then I notice I'm getting prices in the right range. 6000 6500 7000 and then I get a price is like 3,800 bucks. And I'm like, well, that guy, that guy, you know, that guy's on living meth. Like south of the border. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> on meth. He's going to show up. He's going to reverse off. He's going to rob you. And then he's going to come back while you're not probably. there and paint your house random colors. And then Pro he's going to try to bill right. you. <laughs> so th well, let me tell you what's fascinating about this. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> In Southern California, and, and I don't want to turn this into a racial thing exactly. It's not racial. But all of the prices for my home painting, all of the ridiculously high prices came from uh, Latin American, Latino American, whatever. The, the Latino guys, the guys from Mexico whose family <laughs> came over here in that last couple generations, right? Listen, listen, man. It's going to cost $38,000. Okay. It, it's hilarious, bro. Okay. So I'm like, oh, okay. And so and, and the, you need the, to promise me a child. Any child, <laughs> just pick so, one. I have no preference. I will sell that child. It's <laughs> terrible. Sorry. And in Southern California, it's a problem. So, okay. Yeah, and then is. the regular prices came from two white guys and black guy. The regular, <laughs> hey, the, the legitimate, this is what it should cost to paint your house came from two white houses and a black guy, right? <sighs> and I'm like, okay, what's wrong here? Because and now this is the rant, okay? And for years and years and years, for for the last two decades, 
the people who came across the border looking for work, hard workers working in the fields mostly, have spread out into like landscaping and construction and all. They're trying to get more work, sure, right? Yeah. And for the longest time, those guys had to take pretty crappy wages from people. You had to go pick them up in front of Home Depot and you're like, hey, I give you five bucks an hour to come do my stuff. Sure. Took advantage of them, frankly speaking. Right, they did, yeah. Now it got to a point though, where all the non- Latino guys weren't, didn't do those jobs anymore. Right. So then all those white guys sit on their butts and hiring these folks had to like pay up the butt. Right. Right. So what I realized at this point is we've reached the culmination, the top of the thing, because now the white guys are undercutting the Mexican guys <laughs> and they're getting the jobs. So it's kind of funny to watch how this whole circle goes around. I, I got on the phone with a couple of them because I really liked them. I said, guys, listen, I appreciate and I understand why you're taking advantage of me or why you're trying to take advantage of me. But here's the reality of the situation. I am not a complete idiot. Most big, an idiot, of course, but not a complete idiot. And so I know how much it costs relatively to paint my house. I suggest you stop taking advantage of people because I'm giving these other guys who may not do as good of a job as you the job because it's like a third the price. Right. So my rant of the week is, this has just been a big pain in the butt. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what if there's like the secret, uh, like underground cabal, where the reason you're getting charged $38,000 is because they actually paint your house with paint mixed or laced with like cocaine? Right? Okay, okay. <laughs> and then all the workers are just getting high on the paint fumes <laughs> okay and the family members too apparently family members yeah i wonder if there's like this weird laundering thing where like uh like they amp up the price of the actual like raw material because like it's not like paint well no 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 okay so yeah real quick my pricing was for just labor because <laughs> i'm buying all the paint i'm buying all the paint okay so it was just labor so That's I mean, what was crazy. So I knew that I wasn't being, I knew what was happening because they were charging me just based on labor and the prices were absolutely ridiculous. So I guess if what I'm saying is if you're looking for handyman work or, or work like that, the best thing to do is probably hire a licensed contractor, but you know, no, no. That's the what best thing to do is to look it up on YouTube and do it yourself. That's the best <sighs> yeah, thing. dude, I'm just not painting my house. I'm sorry. You it's could. just, you can I'm do not. it. I could, but if my brother didn't have me making three videos a week, I probably could probably do it. I, I know a couple of guys that uh, can spray paint your house. It won't be even. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like scans the, of cans yeah. of <laughs> And there might be like some expletives on here? in certain areas. Kids your, are your house associates like, look, man, you can't, you can't just graffiti your house. <laughs> right, right. John Burns, Shane scored 99 out of 100 on the complete idiot test. <laughs> Hashtag not a, not a complete idiot. That's right. Just an idiot, not a complete one. Space says and says, I worked in a uh, chemical bottling, bottling plant and knew what and what not to sniff to throw the day. To get through the day. <laughs> get through the day. <laughs> That's great. Good, good, good. Okay, oh, man. So uh, let's jump into... Uh, quick news. Let's just quickly talk about Ray Liotta because it's a yeah. boring topic. Um, it's, and it's a bummer. Well, hold on a second. I, I, meant, you just uh, say, I meant bummer topic. Oh, okay. Because I mean, like, that's not cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. boring topic. You know, I, meant bummer. I mean, listen. I meant bummer. Imagine if bummer. if Harrison Ford died. Would you? You know? Would you be like? 
I wouldn't be surprised. He's like 90. <laughs> There'd be, so there is some shock here, right? Ray Liotta was only 67 years old. Of course, he was from, uh, you know, most well-known for, um, for Goodfellas, which in my opinion is, is a top 10 movie of all time. Yeah, I got to wonder, um, uh, again, have I seen some, too many Goodfellas, fellas, or is it weird that he died at 67? Like, Well, he always, to me at least, Ray Liotta looked hard, like he partied hard or something happened in his life because the dude aged, you know, really a, a lot. And every time he was in an interview, he looked like he was just much older than he actually was. A but lot of city miles he, on this dude. Yeah, exactly. He ended up dying in uh, while in the Dominican Republic. He was uh, filming the movie Dangerous Waters, and he died in his sleep with his fiance next to him. So it doesn't seem like it's anything nefarious, at least for now. Let me ask you a question. Whenever they say, uh, you know, no foul play is suspected, I don't. I mean, they 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 said that about like that one dude, uh, McAfee. Remember? Oh, well, we don't really know, but... Right, it's, every time you're in another country where, like, the laws are already pretty lax, and they're like, yeah. no foul play suspected, like, yeah, you know what? I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> foul play suspected. I just, I don't, yeah. I don't believe you. It's, 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 it's a country where, like, it's pretty easy to buy people off. Like, uh, no. Nah. Like, 67 years yeah. old is too young. So, like, so he just died of natural causes? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you had a hard life and you did a lot of drugs and you drank a lot, I mean, yeah, you could die at 67. Really? Yeah. If you weren't healthy, absolutely. All right. I mean, you got to remember just, I mean, the average life expectancy like 20 years ago was like 68 or 72 or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jeremy Snyder. Thank you for saying the obvious, my friend. Right? <laughs> I'm going with the, he was doing mountains I'm going of cocaine. With, with, oh. He was doing mountains of cocaine. <laughs> Bro, he slept in a cocaine-painted room. <laughs> that is what happened. He he did. That must have been it. In it's, I mean, it is in. I mean, if you've ever been to, uh, if you ever been to the Dominican Republic, which is, you know, isn't it it's where it's where it comes from? <laughs> it's a questionable place. Questionable, right? But yeah, Ray Liotta was in a lot of great movies. You probably remember him best from Goodfellas. But he was actually in the process of filming three movies right now. And funny, he was in the post-production with a movie called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> if that helps, Cocaine Bear. It's got to be his nickname, right? It's terrible. You should never talk bad of the dead. He's got two other. He's got a TV series that came out in 2022 and a movie called El Tonto. Tonto. Isn't that like the dumb one? I think it means uh, the cocaine. <laughs> Maybe it could be the... <laughs> the cocaine. Imagine he just does a bunch of movies uh, that, that are hap just happen. Just happenstance they're being filmed in like the, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> right, right. I think he was most famous for really just being Ray Liotta. But it's like he became like this, you know, this weird pop culture figure that, you know, he would come on screen to just be grumpy about something. So, yeah, you remember that movie? Oh my <laughs> God, it was the worst movie ever made. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, not hyperbole here. Um, I got to look it up now. What's that? That the worst director. So he's commonly known as the worst director. It's, his name is uh, worst director. Yeah, his like name is like Bo or J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're not talking about him. <laughs> that's a that's that's a not now. video. Uh, um, um, oh my god, um, U Bull. Okay, so from director U Bull. Okay, there was a movie. <clears throat> 
What's that? I don't even think I've heard of that person. You've, you've heard of him. We've talked about him before. All right. That's what, yep. There it is. Okay. This movie, you guys, it's called In the Name of the King. Oh. And I did not watch it. And it's starring Jason Statham, Ron Perlman. <laughs> nice. Ron Perlman. <laughs> and Ray Liotta. I'm convinced. Oh, Ray Liotta's in it. Okay. I'm convinced Ron Perlman was actually the albino ape from that movie Congo. And they and what was, happened, not, they weren't albino. <laughs> it was it was like an albino ape baby, and the director took him home and raised him as as his own. And that so Ron Perlman is just one of the albino apes from the movie Congo. That is well. Then if that's the case, that is one hell of a good acting ape. That's yeah. Okay, let's just you know throw yeah. that out. There. I'm just saying, like what the, either that or he was genetically altered because he doesn't. He looks like uh, a chimera. Of an ape and a man. You know All what's right. crazy about Ray Liotta? He has 126 acting credits. Okay, so real quick, this movie, The Name of the King, came out. All right. Okay. It's uh <clears throat> by director uh Ubel. <laughs> All right. This is the worst movie ever made. This is what happens. Jason <laughs> Statham is the hero. Right? Ron Perlman is the bad guy, or Ray Li- I think Ray Liotta's the bad guy. Yeah, Ray okay. Liotta's the bad guy. And Ron Perlman is, yeah, who knows, who cares, Ron Perlman. So okay. what happens is this movie is so hard to explain. It's called The Dungeon Siege Tale. And he is like leading an army of some sort to go up against another army that's in a dungeon. I don't know. But Ray Liotta plays this character where he's like a wizard. And <laughs> he's, yeah, he, 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 he plays a wizard. The wizard, Ray Liotta. And uh, there's like. Hey, are you looking at me? <clears throat> huh? It's so weird. There's like a hodgepodge of characters. There's like ninjas, like actual like ninjas, like a ninja garb with throwing stars in trees. This is supposed to be like a medieval thing, right? Lord of the Rings. Well, randomly, like ninjas are like flying through trees and throwing stars. There's magic and there's guns, like modern guns. It's the weirdest movie. Well, finally, Jason Statham ends up the final battle. He's going to fight this wizard, Ray Liotta, this dark wizard. And Ray Liotta, sorry, Ray Liotta has this scene where he's on the balcony and he's looking over at Jason Statham and he says some line that I'm assuming is meant to be super cool. But totally falls flat. No, no one cares. And then he goes, and then he goes uh, something like, I'm coming for you or now you got to face me. And he jumps up in the air with his hands up like the Matrix and then uh-huh. gingerly floats to the ground. <laughs> Where where what? Jason Statham is, I can't explain this. He's on the balcony and he jumps up with his hands in the air like 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 this, like a princess, and then goes and it floats down. And it's like a it's like a solid forty five seconds of just watching him float to the ground. <laughs> All right, good movie making. Everyone in the theater starts bawling, laughing, like it's the most ridiculous thing they've ever seen in their lives. And this is supposed to be that serious moment where their hero. The protagonist meets the antagonist, and they're gonna battle out for the future of Zondor or whatever this land is called. And everyone is laughing the whole time. The worst movie ever made. That was the last movie I saw with Ray Liotta. And you saw it at the theater. That's at pretty the crazy. theater. Well, let's see. He's been in 126. What did I say? 100, 126 acting credits is what he has. And frankly speaking, I only remember him from like three movies. So. You know, I remember good roles, uh, the ones that I remember him from. You know, he was 
he was in a uh, in Narc. He was in Goodfellas. He was in uh, Grand Theft Auto. You know, but other than that, I don't know. And these movies he was making was B-flip movies. Anyway, 67, way too young to go. Ray Liotta, rest in peace. Man, you boy. Yeah, you, you're right. Rest in peace. John Burns, yeah, that's the same that same director that wanted to fight his critics. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to fight them? That's cool. I actually like that idea. Hey, if you're going to talk, say bad things about me, you at least have to fight me. I, we have to look at this real quick. This is uh, Hugh Bull's uh, page, right? Why do we have to look at it? <laughs> it's just it's just too good. Um, <clears throat> all right, yeah. So apparently he's making In the Name of the King 2, The Last oh. Mission. <laughs> Why not? Did he make um, anything we've actually heard of? No. He made something called Blubberella. Alone in the Dark, nice. uh, House of the Dead. <clears throat> I saw those movies. What? Uh, what are you yeah. watching these for? You don't even... Why are you watching these? <clears throat> I haven't even heard of these movies. There it is. In the Name of the King, The Dungeon Siege Tale. And then they did another In the Name of the King. Oh, oh, it's a trilogy, homie. In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. Then a couple years later, In the Name of the King, Two Worlds. And then In the Name of the King, The Last Mission. That's hilarious. I think that you, I think that you secretly like these. I, 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 the, the way worst. you're talking about it. I think you secretly like watching. No, them. they're the worst. <laughs> they're, they're they're the literal worst. Okay, well let's move on from this weird topic. Oh my god, the guy from Prison Break is in this. I don't movie. even know who the guy. I've never even heard of the guy. I've never seen oh, any of these movies. Up. You have. You've seen them. He did a lot of. I'm looking movies. at him. I haven't seen one of them. Boxing. Uh, the first semester. Fake die fortune. I don't even. What the heck is this stuff? It's like weird gonna, if, if you keep talking talking too much trash, he's gonna he's gonna want to fight you. I don't. I might try to take him on just so we can get a video. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, let's see here. Uh, right. Space Citizen. Off topic. Totally called it on Bruce Willis making as much loot as possible before retirement. Yes, Bruce made a lot of a lot of loot before retirement. Yeah, you know, he also has some sort of problem. There's, there's all kinds of movies. Yeah, he has uh, that. Uh, it's like a, it's like a something wrong with his brain. He can't remember things. Yeah. Um, but. There are so many movies at the end of his uh, career where he's on the cover, like as Bruce Willis, but they use like the same photo that you can get on like Getty Images because he didn't. Even, he got paid to be in a movie, but he wouldn't even show up for like principal photography or anything like, like for that. like the uh, the marketing. Yeah, so he wouldn't do any of the marketing. So they had to like buy images of Bruce Willis to use on the cover. And if you look at their covers, there's like four of them that are the same, but like they just reversed his position so it looks mm. a little different and there's movies where you only see his face for like four seconds then you hear his 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 voice on the phone and you see the back of his head which means he was there for like an hour and a half wow it's crazy that's when you know you're amazing when you're when you're total badass is when you can not show up to anything and be like yeah yeah, yeah put me on the cover that's all they want they want him on the cover all right so i got some bad news what so just before we started the stream, this is this is very frustrating for me. So each week, despite what uh, what KGB said earlier, each week um, I do really really detailed notes about what uh, about each episode for Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and actually everything we watch, I do really really detailed notes. So we have a lot to talk about. 
But this week, 10 minutes before the stream started, my computer shut itself down and all the notes I was taking disappeared. So I'm kind of flying by my seat of my pants this week. Hopefully I can remember everything that was important. Yeah. I don't need notes. What? I just wing it. Yeah. At least you're honest about it. That's good. <laughs> Which was obvious because KGB said, yeah, we don't, we miss stuff. So that must make sense. Oh, you know, KGB, let us know what we missed, dude. Yeah, I want to hear that, what we missed, because I didn't notice that we missed things, but it's possible. Maybe some Easter eggs. Maybe we don't get all the Easter eggs. Yeah. Okay, so if you guys don't remember how this works, it is really simple. Let me just go to that screen. Oh, KGB says that's literally what I said. The problem is watch it without the notes. All right, I'm confused. But I obviously this week we're doing it without notes, so let's go. Oh, okay. So if you look at the screen right now, there is little scores buttons, right? Like I'm going to press one, score one, chain's going to get one, minus one, minus two, right? This is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to go through the show in a linear fashion, and we are going to rate all the various points. If we like it, it gets a plus. If we dislike it, it gets a minus. And at the end of this video, we will know the, uh, the, the special podcast score. And I'll tell you, the first episode got a six. I'm sorry. The second episode got a six. The third episode got a 6.5. Let's see if this episode can beat those episode scores. Okay. And I, I can, we started out here. I just want to start out with giving it a minus one because Paramount plus, I'm pretty sure they crashed my computer. So I couldn't have notes okay, for the show. Right. Can, we, can we start the review now? Cause I have to actually start recording. So you ready? You ready? Are you done making jokes, bro? Are you done? It's time to get serious, bro. Okay. You're telling me it's time to <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Production value is off the chain. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Strange New Worlds Review, episode four. Episode two got a score of six. Episode three got a score of 6.5. What will episode four get? Will it beat the previous two episodes or will it fall flat? We're going to find out right now. Right. Yes. Ready, Shane? ready to get into it? I'm ready. Let's do it. Now, we got a comment here that I thought was interesting before we get rolling. It said, don't forget to talk about the 10 minute scene where Sulu showed up. That didn't happen. <laughs> I think they're trying to throw us off here, man. I think they're trying. Thanks a lot, John. All right, let's keep going. All right. Here we go. Oh, I do want, before we start. Yeah, yeah. I want to either give it a plus one or minus one for the general theme of what's going on with Strange New Worlds. Because like previous episodes, there, there's an extreme correlation or um, correlation to okay. other TOS episodes of the past. TOS. All right. And this episode reminded me very much of Balance of Terror. All right. That's cool. Is that so a what did thing? you give it? I don't know. I mean, you got to decide whether it's a note for you. So four episodes so far. And while they're different, every episode has definitely felt like a version of a TOS episode. Um, Which was the point? 
And that's the point. That's the point. Okay. The point is that they're using the original Star Trek recipe, which they're doing very successfully. So I'm going to give it an upvote for this episode overall. And the reason why isn't because it was the best episode so far, but because the integration of science, thinking, uh, teamwork, optimism, and all of the things that embody a great Star Trek episode was right here again in this episode. In fact, there was so much science, critical thinking, and fixing things that it pretty much dominated everything with all what was happening with the Gorn kind of as a background thing. But right. still, overall, definitely the kind of Trek that I want. Okay, and uh, because we're not going to actually see this till the end, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to drop a point off. Because okay. we did not see, spoiler alert, we did not see the Gorn. Oh, see, I was I thought that was an up. So we, give me an up that we didn't see the Gorn since you're talking about it now, because I thought it made it a lot scarier not to show them. And we will be seeing them in future episodes. That's not the end. They they hint that basically they're gonna be back. And it's gonna be like almost like the Borg, kind of in a way. So well, in my opinion, I kind of like the fact that they kept them scary. Yeah, it seems to me as if and the same was sort of with Balance of Terror. It's almost like they're the the Romulans are sort of like this yes this series the Gorn is like this series Romulans right yeah I think that's fair okay but still it was a, it was a minus for me because I was extremely excited to see what they did with the Gorn and we get into the I movie. see I, you know what I'm 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 like you I'm also excited but I can wait as long as they pay it off later like if we never see the Gorn then I'm gonna give them like 565 down votes at the end of this whole thing. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, all right. So this was good. I like the whole, like, uh, remembering the, the people that, you know, passed away in the, that died in the, during service. It's great. I Can like we give that. them an upvote here just because of the timing? So yeah. Memorial Day is this Monday. So not only did they think, you know, in advance to be able to create this episode, which is basically Memorial Day is remembering the fallen, you know, um, military members for the United States anyways. And so they the managed the, the, the fact that they pulled this out, did it the Thursday before Memorial Day, and it totally fit in. We've never seen anything like this in Star Trek. It actually totally makes sense that they would have something like this because so many people have died serving Starfleet that it was nice to have an homage and, um, and to draw out the character of La'an that she didn't want to wear the pin in the beginning and then ends up putting it on at some point. Right. Yeah, I like it too. Um, I also want to copy this coin for some reason. It's a really cool looking coin. Okay. Ooh. All right, moving in. All right. Um, it looks like uh, Ahura is being assigned to Hemmer. And I guess she's going to be getting a... Um, what, what is she getting? Some kind of uh, inspection or... What is this? What is this called? Yeah, so she... This is cool because this is what cadets do. They rotate through the departments. So they can do different things. I think Lower Decks does that, right? Where they filter through the departments. So this is something that the cadets would do is since she's a cadet, now she's in engineering and Hemmer's basically, he thinks he's got her here. And he's like, oh, you didn't really study it. And then she like goes off and gives him like this diatribe on exactly who the engineer was and everything right. about it. And, you know, shows she's smart. Which I'm, I'm, I'm it works for me. Yeah, it's um, fine. I almost wanted to give Hemmer just some random upvote just for looking so cool, but just for looking cool. <laughs> we gotta wait for that. Yeah. Um, so here's a downvote for me. 
Uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to say her full name because it's hard. L-N-S. L-N-S. Leon Nguyen Singh? That one? Yeah. Leon... Oh. I don't know. Uh, at the beginning of this episode mm. and toward... She she felt a little whiny to me, and whiny, okay. whiny, whiny, whiny. Yeah, whiny. <clears throat> and uh, we're four episodes in, and she's this character is gonna have to start pulling out of this sort of like um tailspin that she's in when it comes to. It's almost like she's like living in this like this world where she's just upset and frustrated, and she can't trust anybody, and. That's okay when you start, but as you are working with this crew, you, we, have, we have to start seeing a little more personable traits come from this character. Less whiny, less constantly annoyed with everyone around her. Um, like the character is starting to grind on me a little bit. Well, let me, let me help you out of it because here's what's happening. This was La'on's episode. She did the, she did the, uh, the, the engineer or she did the, sci- the security officer's log in the beginning. Right. This is her episode. So you're going to have peak on, you know, difficulty. And then as the episode goes, as you see what happened at the end, right? Uh, Pike, well, we, we won't jump there, but Pike says something and then she agrees with him, but she had been not agreeing with him the whole time. So her character's starting to make the change and you learn why she's this person that she is during this episode. So I would say it's, it's fair to let her be this way, at least through this episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, so now they're going to uh, this planet, Finibus, Finib- Finibus 3, because uh, I guess they stopped responding to communications, and they're going to they're no, find out. No, what it was was they uh, they were bringing parts uh, for an atmospheric device. Oh, right, 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 right. And uh, they were, they, if they didn't get there in two weeks, they wouldn't be able to breathe anymore. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, they're not responding, Captain. No one's responding. What's jamming the signal? Finibus 3 is not responding for they didn't know what. So they went down there and investigate. Um, this is a very interesting this is the preview we got last week where they like showed like this scene. And that also annoyed me. I'm not gonna give it a down vote, but it annoyed me that the preview we got was the scene where they go to the planet and there's like, you know, destruction everywhere. And once again, I'm trying to see some Gorn, okay? I want to see what the Gorn looked like. <laughs> and this whole scene, uh, you know, I guess it's trying to convey that, you know, how, that, you know, how destructive everything, you know, the Gorn are or whatever, but I don't know. Everything up till, up till we get the credits, everything up till the credits is a building of terror. And in fact, I want to give that an upvote. Everything happens up to here is this building of tension and terror of, of a race of aliens that we are supposed to be afraid of. And um, and I thought they did a really good job of making it scary. Like a balance of terror? I mean, balance of terror wasn't, was, was a little more, I mean, I get it. It was a great episode, but I was much more scared watching this of the Gorn than I was of the Romulans in balance of terror. Sure. Yeah. Um, I did like this, this scene. I'm, I'm going to give this an upvote because this is like, this is not Star Trek, but it's certainly something that adds to it, adds to Star Trek. You know, they usually don't sell like a lot of blood and guts. So this is like, this is gangster. Look at this. It just shows how, yeah. And right, like the bodies these... being dragged off. I mean, like it's crazy. That's, that's intense. So hopefully when we do see the Gorn, they're actually scary. 
Because, you know, like, if you go back and watch, like, Stranger Things, one, one, one thing that made that show, that, that first season so good was that because they're on this low budget, they don't, they never really show the bad guy, right? The monster. Right. But they <clears throat> use clever tactics to still give you that terror and, like, someone being pulled out of an elevator shaft or whatever because they, can't, they don't have the graphics to do it right. So, and that's fine. That's what we're doing here. But I hope that when we do get to the to the Gorn, that the graphics are equally as terrifying as the buildup. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, you know, when they did the movie Alien, they, they intentionally did not show the monster. Uh, the, you got bits and pieces of the monster. You never got to see just the whole monster. Because the, what makes something scarier is really just showing, you know, letting your imagination run with you. And as we get closer to it, I mean, just the Gorn ships are amazing, all that stuff. So, the Gorn ships are really cool. Yeah. All right. All right. So there's some survivors on the ship. Um, it's like, uh, I guess the vessel has like special shielding because of what it, um, what it transports, so they can't beam them out of there. So instead, they got to hook up a. Uh, what was it called? It's called a. I had it written down, and I now now it's I'm. It's, I got I'm here. A deep space transport tube. Yeah, I laughed because all it really is is a, uh, is basically a, a you know, when when something connects in space to each to the other one. <laughs> yeah. What do we, you know, when the shuttle connects to the, to the space station? It's all. It's right. just a longer one. It's like a hose. Yeah. Like a, it's like a hose that you just slide down. <laughs> Um, yeah, but there's, yeah, there's no residual warp signatures. There's no vessels of any kind. It's just them and the ship. So it's safe. It's safe to extend the deep space transport tube, which, uh, <laughs> look, I always put the Starfleet logo on everything, but this is excessive. Boom. boom hey, you got to know boom, who's boom, doing boom, that transport, boom, buddy. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but it does feel a little excessive. All right, a little overkill. And when, when you show the character's socks and has like the as Starfleet logo on it. Somebody's got like the Starfleet tattoo on their face. <laughs> yeah, it's like a teardrop. I, yeah. killed, I killed 13 Gorn, bro. I did time, baby. Um, Yeah, so they save them. Now in the process of trying to save these people, the transport tube is out there. Uh, Leonis talked to talking to one of the girls and the girl says, the people that attacked us made like a clicking noise. So Leon has an instant PTSD and she calls the bridge and she's like, you know, you know, but you know, the, the problem, I actually did have a downvote there. Um, so one of the issues was she, she basically has this revelation, right? But then she, when number one asks her like, what's wrong? What is it? And she's like, I'm not sure yet. I'm like, well, hold on a sec. <laughs> the clicking was probably a dead giveaway and every, right. you know, and what you just saw down below. She did know, so I just thought that was a little bit of a continuity problem. Yeah, but, like you know, if you if you came into a room and you saw an empty can of Red Bull, um, a Dota themed mouse, and a yes. and, and vape yeah. on on a desk, you would assume that was my desk. Well, it, especially if there was like just random like underwear on the floor. Right. Yes. Yeah. Clothes. Yeah. yeah. Clothing. So when you hear like what they sound like. And, and and that was like your that's your big life moment. You should know immediately that it was Gorn. Well, and why did she have them check? So maybe what she was saying was that she wasn't sure, so she didn't want to say it. But she had them check for a EMP 
Pulse, I think it was. ENF or something like that. Or EM, EM, e, ENF signatures. I don't know, I forgot what it was called. But some, it was a signature Pulse. of some sort, some kind of like trace radio. Some sort of hologram type of thing. Right. And they go, near the second room. It's a hologram, sir. By the way, upvote for Spock. This episode, and I can't, don't let me give him two upvotes to see this episode. But so far, every single episode this uh, this year, this season, first season, um, Ethan Peck has been killing it at Spock, man. And I'll be the first to admit, I said he was going to fall flat, and he's doing great. So good at Spock. Yeah, I agree. Um, and there's a scene here where he does, he just does so many Spock-like things, the things mm -hmm. he says. So give him an upvote. I had it in my notes, but I don't remember specifically what it was. Okay. But he said something to the effect, he just said things the way Spock would say them. Later on, I may have a difference of opinion about a couple things, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he detects there's a, I guess the, so. I guess the Gorn are are cloaking themselves, but not like a regular standard cloak. But they're cloaking themselves with like hologram tech. So instead of like you right. seeing a ship, you're seeing like a moon, or or it, it was near the moon. So it wasn't. They didn't cloak themselves like a moon, but it was like just off the side of the moon or something. So maybe like space around them or something. Yeah. I mean, technically, wouldn't a cloaking device basically be? I don't know. I'm gonna need no. I need to know more about that tech. It's interesting too because <clears throat> in Balance of Terror, it was all about the cloaking device too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And later on in Enterprise, the Romulans are experimenting with hologram technology, and uh, in fact, this is where the Enar are are introduced in the episode where the Enar Hammers people are introduced in Enterprise. It's because they're they had kidnapped this tele, telepathic Enar to remotely fly um, um, their ships, and the ships look like a bunch of other random ships because they're cloaked in like um, they're using like hologram technology. No, I'm sorry, they're not cloaked, but, but the ships are like using hologram technology. So it's like a drone with a bunch with a big array on it to make it look like other ships. So it looks like the Klingons are attacking him or the or the Ferengi or whatever. Okay. Um, very interesting. That was before, technically before, they could have had a cloaking technology, right? They were using hologram tech to sort of mask what the ship was. This is like really like pre-cloak. Maybe the okay. hologram tech is like the precursor to a full-on cloak. Maybe that could be it. I mean, it'd be interesting to know more about the tech for sure, but maybe it starts with hologram. I don't know. I mean, there were no hologram. Yeah. There were no holograms on the, on in TOS, but the technology was definitely out there. Right. I mean, there, yeah, there, there, there was cloaking. Okay. All right. Now intro, intro. Yeah. Thanks. Intro's great. I'm not going to upvote it again though. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, you know, this is the, you know, they got attacked. The ship got hit with explosives. Una's hurt. I like how they took Una out because her episode was last week. So we don't need a big arc with her. Right, yeah. Plus, like, we established that she's pretty much a superhero. <laughs> right, right. So I, I fully suspect that there's going to be future episodes in the future. You know, sorry. Yes, future episodes in the future. Future episodes where Una will be incapacitated or disconnected in some way, because 
no now knowing like her abilities you know it's gonna be really hard to like you know build tension on certain in certain scenes when you when you have someone as strong yeah. and resilient as she is yeah but i would say the same thing like she wasn't like superman strong it, she wasn't superhero strong she was probably you know man strong is the way i would have put it a man could have put hammer on his shoulder are you mansplaining so, right now no mansplaining would be talking telling a woman so i really hope i'm not mansplaining <laughs> you know but what i'm saying are is, you is assuming like assuming my pronoun right now no i mean maybe but are we, you know, are we gonna, yeah, i'm gonna stop because i can trail this all the way you're down. like you're like taking it down a bad place. taking it down the twitter threads <laughs> but if pike had thrown hammer onto his shoulder right and took off nobody would have thought boo about it right but because she did it everybody's like whoa hold up a second so maybe she's not superhero strong but maybe she's at least as strong as like uh a biological man would be all right all right how about that yeah, either way so it's I, not, think I, I mean you, you can still have tension with somebody like that it's not like she can just you know like throw somebody through a wall you know what i'm saying right so we're not there all right um, either way, it was good. I, I agree it was good that they incapacitated her so that we can focus on the other characters. Although she did have this really cool moment in sickbay, which we'll get to. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's the Gorn. They're coming. They're, they're, they're attacking. They're trying to figure out this um, a strategy on how to deal with it. Uh, she keeps seeing this character that's smiling at her, and I guess that's her brother or something, right? Yeah, we find out later it's her brother. Yeah, so I thought it was like a sinister kind of a smile. Like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, like a, hey, what's up? I'm coming to get you. Um, yeah, maybe. I think it's because this actor, when he when he smiles, it looks... At, like American Psycho? At minimum, mischievous. At maximum, like a psychopath. Yeah, it's like... Right. If you If you open your eyes when you smile... It gives yeah. you that, yeah, crazy. Here's a regular smile. Here's him. Same smile. It's just as like the way he's glaring at <laughs> you her. Just open your eyes. It reminded me of that character from Game of Game of Thrones, Ramses, where it's like, oh, Ramses is crazy. Yeah. You think he's cool, and then you realize that he's actually a psychopath. He's psycho, yeah. So I was expecting that to like for him him to be some character that did her wrong in some way. So when it wasn't that. It actually threw it off. Like, why is he smiling in every in every scene? I'm, I got a doubt about that actually. I think that was a bad play. Maybe that's what she remembers of him—that <clears throat> he was happy. Well, why not just have him looking at her? Because it was confusing. The way. <laughs> well, maybe it was supposed to be. Remember, we got a lot of high tension. We don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what would a ghost? How would a ghost smile? Like, if a ghost was they there, wouldn't, would smile, they're dead. Would it, you should be sad that your brother's dead, so you shouldn't have been imagining him smiling at you like a psycho. <laughs> so is this a downvote for you? Yeah, I got to put a downvote on it. Okay. Yeah, either you're lagging a little bit or I'm lagging a little bit. Just a heads up. What, lagging what? Like your voice is behind, behind your video is not fully matching up. Oh. I'm sure it's fine. All right, moving on. Um, Whoa. Wait. Yeah, so we so this is when she was explaining what they do. They they're relenting. They blah, blah blah. You know, she's explaining the strategy of the Gorn, which is terrifying. I um, like this moment where they where she had to like 
capture, she had to watch herself because she was being really disrespectful to the captain. Right. And the other bridge members like turned back to be like, what? Like, yeah. what, what are you talking to him? She's like, sir. Right. She had to like adjust herself. Yeah. I'm actually right? going to, I'm actually going to give an upvote to that. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I thought that was a really good. Because if this was Picard or Discovery, <laughs> there would be no sir. I mean, you'd be surprised if Michael Burnham didn't just smack her captain in the face and demand. Right. Right. They turn around. Yeah. Give me an upvote too, because I agree. But here's the thing is, yeah. Imagine they turn around and say, Hey, you should just punch the captain and then take, take his job. Right. Come on. Right. Yeah. You know, you, you know like, well, what Burnham did. I don't want to talk about Michael Burnham. Yeah. All right. We've got to talk about her later and I'm not happy about it. All right. Um, oh, that's right. We do. That's going to get some downvotes from me. That's going to be bad. Like, they they need to stop talking about discovery. Like, <clears throat> let's get let's wait till we get there. Okay. All right. <clears throat> she explains. Good moment. Um, more awesome. Spock is tethered in orbit around a black hole. This moment was great when he explains that uh, they can't go into this space area because of the black hole. And Pike was like, "Okay, go into the space area." He goes, I don't, "Did you did you not just hear what I said?" <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's like, that's not what I said. That's not what yeah, I that, said. that was the part. That was my Spock upvote from earlier right. when he said, that's not what I said. Right. I saw what Spock would have said to Kirk, you know? Right. As the density would crush the entire ship. I mean, yeah, he's like, all right. He's like, you're right. Uh, it's our best shot. Go into the gas giant. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're right. It's not what I said. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And she also says, like, if, if, if we survive this, this is going to be known as the Pike Maneuver. I thought that was clever. Yeah, that's cool. I don't. I've never. I don't ever remember the Pike maneuver, and maybe it came from somewhere. I feel like they're really trying to bring like the whole like maneuver thing into the for, forefront. This this year. I mean, it's series. a thing. It's a it's a thing in Star Trek. You know, it's there were maneuvers. Okay, uh, Hemmer and Uhura are hurt. The the cargo bay got hit. She's yeah. knocked out. Hemmer is trapped under some kind of giant. What appears to be a robot head, but I know that's not right. Um. <laughs> She's got to help them get out of there. So now Blind Hammer, who does everything with his hands, no longer has access to his mm. hands. And Ahura is going to have to be his hands if they're going to get out of this alive. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Love the screen. I love, I love the graphics. The graphics, the props, all good. Great. Fantastic. All right. Transfers are off time, offline. Off time. Offline, we'll send in a team to dig you out. Okay, Captain. Iconic gas right? ships are warming. Okay. Moving on, moving on. Reading all the, all reading all the credits. Yeah, I'm just trying to get through it to this point over here. Okay. So, when they figure out that... Um, oh, yeah, I skipped it. Is it over here? There You're it. in there. It's the right spot. It it's there. When they figure out that she is more hurt than she said she was, Una specifically... The doc, Dr. Mabenga says Nurse Chapel, because um, there's no more sick beds or whatever, med beds. Um, he's like, hey, do you know, how, how, how do you, do you remember any of your archa archaic? Um, archaeological. Archaeological uh, doctor, medical training or whatever. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, he's like, do you know how to sew? And so she's going to sew her up an old school, the old school Stutcher matches, right? Just sew her up. Yeah, it's it, it got a that actually got an upvote for me because I always, you know, it got a kind of an upvote and a downvote. So Ooh. actually just leave it as an upvote. Okay. So the, the thing that I liked most about it was that 
you know that in Star Trek, at some point, you're going to have a situation where um, you can't necessarily heal everyone with the technology that you have available. And so at some point, you may have to do archaic or archaeological, whatever you call it. I don't know why you might have to do the way we do things now, which is like cut people open and sew them, even though Bones will tell you that that was uh, not a good thing to do. I feel like, why um, don't why don't they have like foam or something where they just like spray the foam on it and like temporary, like, like what if you're in the field, you don't have access to a med bed. You think, you know what, I'm getting this. I'm actually going to get this down, but I, I just realized I don't like something. Well, you're... But you're asking them to invent something that may or may not exist. No, so I'm, I'm asking them to have common sense. If you, what if you're in the field and you get hurt and you can't get transported out? Do you gotta like just re- resort to a, a needle and a and a thread? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it got my upvote because at some point you may not have technology to do that, and so it was always kind of unbelievable that you never ever had to do anything, you know, archaic on someone at any time ever like and in star i don't i'm thinking star trek other than when they go back in time and they don't have that technology you never see anything like what we saw in this episode so that's why it got an upvote from me because that's probably a little more realistic the reason why it got a partial in my mind was going to be a downvote was like i don't need reality i'm kind of in star trek land but i realized that that's probably the way it would be in in some cases interesting yeah, yeah. i feel like you know, they should have emergency kits with some kind of better technology than a needle and a thread. I guess. I mean, how many would you need? You know, one for each of the crew. It's really a tough thing to think about. I mean, because even to be honest, a needle and a thread is not as good as some super glue. I mean, so that's they went, not when true. They, they went archaeological. They went way archaeological. No, I mean you don't go to the you don't go to the emergency room now and they put super glue all over your body. It's no, not, no, but no, it, of course not. Works. No, no, but they're, they sew you up. Hold up, it's not regular super glue. But right now they they have, and it's a very it's it's not it's not even new. Okay, it's like ten years old. They have these little tiny bands, and at, and at each end is basically super glue, and you you activate it and you can suture your wound temporarily until you can go to an actual hospital to get stitches so they they were actually able to do stitches as opposed to super glue it in this case because you just said you go to get actual stitches so they probably were able to do you know reasonable 21st century medicine on board the ship there okay i'm I'm, I'm gonna keep my downvote there all right i think hey listen it's this is our opinion you know you got to stick by your guns i think there's a clever more more clever way of that they could have done this that's all right. Saying. Yeah, they could have just shot him out into the vacuum of space and called it a day. No, man. I would honestly, I would have had some, you know, that stuff <laughs> you use in your house, some great stuff, bro. It's, you know, something cool like that. But you know, it's fine. So they should have had something better than current, was what you're saying. Definitely Archaic better technology than, than thread and needle. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Moving on here. Um. All right. This meeting. How'd you feel about this meeting? Where they're trying to figure out how to deal with the Gorn. Um, how did I feel about the meeting? Uh, I don't know. It felt like a pretty normal meeting. I didn't yeah. think anything specific. Ortega seemed a little off to me. Um, Arte- they're talk, trying just talk to me, find... Talk me out of a downvote here. They're tr- well, I mean, Ortega really hasn't done much besides fly the ship that was that really did anything for us. I mean, that's okay, though, because 
you know, what did Chekhov and Sulu do? They flew the ship. So, I mean, I guess it's okay. She's got a small role. It's just not a big one. You know, she's got some kind of, you know, I don't know, sarcastic whips, quips sometimes. Does a lot of sarcasm, yeah. You know, but I think that's just her character. So I, I don't wouldn't downvote her for just being who she is, you know. Okay, so because I feel like this table meeting, this ready room meeting here was really important. A, it explained why Pike is such a good captain. And uh-huh. it showed, it also showed how much Leon has to grow. And hopefully- Oh, you're talking about the speech he gives her afterwards. Right. Okay, gotcha. At the end of this ready room meeting. Because she's yeah. acting number one, right? And she's like, they're not supernatural, but they're going to come eat all your children. <laughs> Basically. Right. You know, um, and she just leaves them on this like extreme, you know, uh, zero hope, zero inspiration. Yeah. Of, like there's no hope. That there's was no the hope. point of the episode, bro. Right. That was the whole point. So it had to happen. And then we had to have Pike teach her what she just did wrong. I mean, that's his job, you know? Okay, there, this this guy again, bro. You got to see this. I'm not tripping here. <laughs> I'm not tripping. Oh, look, look at this. Look at this character. Oh, damn it. I that was just a kind smile. It's not. Something's off. It's not like his guy. teeth are bared and he's like this. Uh, I think he's secretly a Gorn. Look at that. He's just smiling. What are you... So weird. It really, it, it really throws me off. Something weird about this dude, man. Listen, if if I died, okay, wait, hold on. If I died suddenly, and like you, you traumatically, and you remembered me, what face would I be giving to you? I would have so many faces to choose from because we have like several thousand hours of live streams. Show me the face. Show them right now. Ready? What face do you remember me with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. It That's the face I'm going to remember you with. <laughs> I, was, I was trying not to laugh. Wait, I'm trying again. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Okay. Um, I don't know. It still is weird to me, regardless. All, all right. right. Yeah, they're not supernatural, but they're killers. They're going to come get us all. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, this line. This is cool. Have you ever seen someone's eyes that look dead and hungry at the same time? Yeah, it sounds that like was a cool line. Movie. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, so basically we are food to the Gorn, right? Like we're Yes. Which I find also and I'm and I'm not gonna downvote this. The Strange New World didn't invent the the Gorn, but is it weird that the Gorn is a very technologically advanced space faring galactic hopping race? that still sees other sentient beings, not like, I'm not a vegetarian per se, but like sentient, intelligent beings with like language centers and all that, like as food? I don't, I don't understand that. Like at what point do they just eat their entire planet out of existence then? I don't, it doesn't make- Well, they may not, they might not, they might not cannibalize each other. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like sharks don't eat sharks, do they? But, you know, I, I think the point is, is that, you know, I don't think they're just food. I think that I don't think they're searching them out to eat them. Is that your point? I just think they wouldn't mind also eating them if they happen to run across them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So so but but they actually set that trap like that's what she says, right? That Yeah, they must have known they were coming. Oh, they, 
So while they attacked the planet first, they raided the settlement. Right. And then they hid and waited for Starfleet to show up. They must have known somebody was coming, right. And yeah. waited for Starfleet to be to, to be unable to extend its shields, and they attacked them. It's like they weren't, they didn't just happen across Starfleet and, you know. Well, she did say, you know, uh, Starfleet seems to think that eventually anybody can be turned into a friend. And she said, well, sometimes races are just evil. And these guys are just evil, and they will never be friends. Interesting. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, I guess it is. They haven't. We haven't seen Gorn, you know, in the future. Right. All right. Um, I mean, still, I, I mean, technically, I haven't seen Gorn yet, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just saying we haven't really seen him. You know. Cut him. Cut him. Yeah. Well, All you right. will. Well, so, so we saw like the 1950s version of the Gorn with TOS. And the Gorn we saw in Enterprise was so fast and so quick. It wasn't really a main character that I, 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 my expectations are so high for what the Gorn are going to actually look like that it's going to be really easy to disappoint me when they show up, man. I got to be honest. Because mm. if, 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 if they look like She-Hulk with, with teeth, I'm going to be pissed. Well, you, you're already disappointed and you haven't even seen them yet. That's true. So yeah, it's it's nothing. It's a lose lose scenario at this point. Yeah, <clears throat> I've always been blunt. That's just who I am. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna upload well, she's, you a second she, time. But you know, she you got to be. If you look at what her character's been through, it kind of makes sense that she's gonna be this way. Sure. You know, she was left alone to die. She's the only survivor of of all the people that came out of that Gorn situation. So it's like you know. Hold up, real quick here. I want to. Uh, I really want to showcase something that uh, John Burns said. Sharks also don't eat lawyers. <laughs> Professional courtesy. Nice. Absolutely. True that, dude. Lawyers suck. My father's cousin's daughter is my second cousin. I like that. What? <laughs> what? John say? also said my father's cousin's daughter is my second cousin. Oh. Okay. That's a true statement. I just he's just putting it out there. Who's who? Oh, I see right here. I was trying to find out where you said that. All right. Um, back to this. Uh, okay. So you like this whole, you like the ready room sequence then, right? I mean, I like the speech that, that Pike gives her because it's true. You know, it's, uh, you know, you have to, when you're, when you're in charge of a bunch of people, you know, <clears throat> you have to provide some sort of hope for the future or else they're not going to listen to you for very long. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to give that an upvote. Real quick, everyone. Can you let me know? If I'm lagging, or is Shane lagging, or is both of us lagging? Because you are lagging so bad for me that it's now becoming like a distraction. Interesting. Yeah, we might might need you to like rezone or something. I don't know. All right. All right um, right. moving on here. Okay. Oh, Hammer. Okay, so Hammer and Uhura. How'd you feel about this? You like this? Um, like this mm. setup. I got to tell you, I didn't, I didn't love it or hate it. Um, I didn't feel like I got any closer to the characters really in this situation. Um, Uhura has already proven to me that she's smart. Uh, she's already been now in two episodes where she had to solve the big problem. And um, I don't need this anymore from this character. So if I see this again, I'm not giving it an upvote now, but if I see it again, it's probably going to get a downvote. Okay, so remember what we agreed to last week. You know, we either have to go 
positive, negative, or neutral. So you're neutral about this scene. I'm neutral about this scene. Yes. Until I see it again, then it's going to get it down. So if it happens again next, if, if it's if, if you know Super Hero comes on the scene again next episode, it's going to be a down. It's going to get it down. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. We um, haven't even had a hammer save the day. I mean, yet has he really? Yeah. It's yeah. This actually. See, I'm not going to give it a down vote, but like saying that makes me want to give it a down vote because once again. Or you know, Hemmer is not given the opportunity to shine, and maybe they're they're waiting for his episode. But like right, right here, you sideline Hemmer in a way where you you make him, or, you know, you incapacitate Why, him in a way where her has to do the work. Why does Uhura get two episodes like this? All right, and again, last episode <clears throat> uh, when 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 with the disease, you know, another opportunity for. Hemmer to really shine, but instead he also gets sick and he tries to transport a piece of the core. Right. So we're not, we're, we get to the point where it looks like Hemmer's going to shine and then someone else saves him. We got to fix that. So they're saying I'm lagging basically. So oh. just heads up. Yeah. Shane appears to be lagging. I am lagging. Yeah. <clears throat> one, one of these days I'm going to just to freak someone out. I'm going to film it. I'm going to throw my phone like, you know, in the back somewhere and then i'm gonna get really good at fake fake buffering where i walk by the gas station and I just start buffering lagging you know what i mean <laughs> and just watch kids freak out <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I'm, I'm i'm gonna give it a neutral but i almost gave it a down vote because this is once again we haven't seen i feel like hemmer is is his 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 ability to shine is being stolen from him, and hopefully, when we get to the episode where he is like really front and center, if that happens again, that'll be a really bad episode for me. Yep, I agree. Okay. Um, John says the lagging has stopped for now. Yeah. So I actually decreased your your quality, and hopefully oh, it helped great. it. I'm used to that. It's all good. John says my second cousin is married to Bruce Horak's brother. From, oh, that's cool. So yeah. Hammer's brother, John's second cousin, is married to his brother. That's cool. Hammer's brother. Yeah, that's cool, so, John. So, um, so you're with yeah. us. So then. get us an interview, John. Let's go. We need we need Hammer we need Hammer to to shine here. Okay. We need him on the show. All right. This <laughs> uh this scene, what they did with the torpedo. I gotta we gotta talk about this. Um, first off. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's a down vote for me. Why? Well, I was okay with them. <laughs> I don't know. Gravity is an interesting thing in space. Um, can you drop a torpedo onto another vessel in space? Okay, wait, I don't wait, know. Wait, wait. This is why it's going to get an upvote. Because oh, you got an upvote. Yeah, it's, it's going to get. This is going to get an upvote for me. Well, let, let me finish my downvote. Okay, but but I think so you're gonna, my downvote is change though. But go ahead. I, my vote. real downvote reasoning for downvote was they didn't show that the Gorn ship get destroyed. Oh, that's your okay. That's a that bothered me. Yeah, I'm not gonna downvote for that, but that's a good downvote. Now, here, this is why I was trying to interrupt you, but it's, I shouldn't have for a reason. In Star Wars Episode Eight, what was the biggest thing that bothered me in that movie? Um, the minute, poor use of gravity. Poor use of gravity, right? Yeah, yeah. I, the bombers. You guys don't understand how much I, I hated it so much 
that watching mm. the movie in the theater at that moment I start telling my mind like that doesn't make any sense I, I'm, I'm I'm so distraught over their over their poor understanding of gravity that I had to get up and leave and go outside this is back when I smoked and smoke a cigarette and come back inside because I was so uh, irritated at like the complete lack of understanding of gravity and I thought they were going to do this here. I thought they were going to like try to drop the torpedo on the ship. And I was like, and my mind was like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And then I love what he said, because the higher mass of the ship, the torpedo yes. should be pulled down. He, that three seconds, that two seconds of dialogue yes. was enough to completely alleviate my, mm -hmm. my, my anxiety. That, that's what I was about to get upset about when it first happened. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why that wasn't my downvote because he, they did explain it and it made sense. That quick, that little quick explanation. Yes. Now, now that's should, what I love about this show. Should the should the fact that the ship is much larger, um, I don't think I don't think it's big enough to emit a gravity field. I don't know, but I don't care. I don't because care. I got an explanation. I got an explanation. Right? I got an in canon explanation that is <clears throat> just that makes just enough sense for me to be like cool. Yeah, I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going right. to like it's not going to bug me because I can calculate inertia, uh, you know, the rate of inertia versus speed in my brain or something. I just right. it, I don't have that. Right. You know, I still don't. I would love to hear from an actual scientist. I don't like how big would the ship have to be to have a gravity uh, field that was that was high enough, high, more higher, higher than the Enterprise to the point where it would actually pull the torpedo. That's the yeah, question. and and KB KB Games here said momentum, inertia, and space. They didn't use gravity. So exactly. Oh, okay. So why did they say gravity though? What's that? Why would he mention the site? Oh, I'll show you. He's using the specific. Yeah, it's it's fine. It doesn't. It didn't have to be perfectly explained, but it was. It gave us the yeah, a once, reason. Once the hatch opens, the higher mass below should pull the torpedo straight down. So they didn't say gravity. They said inertia. Okay. I mean, they're basically saying inertia. Whatever. I don't care. He explained it enough. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, gravity is a very weak force. That's what I was concerned about. Like, that ship doesn't look big enough to have a gravity uh, field. Um. Yeah, but I got he got an upvote because that three seconds of dialogue was enough to completely save that scene for me. Okay, cool. Um. I almost wanted to give it a downvote now that you mentioned that we didn't get to see the ship explode. I, I was like, that would have been a great moment to see that. Now, we did get to see later on a lot of Gorn ships explode. Right. So maybe that's why it didn't happen. But it just felt like the payoff of seeing the thing falling and then them going, oh, it's gone. You know, I'm like, oh, I really wish I would have seen that. You yeah, know? it would have been really cool if they like they cut to the torpedo with the red blinking line. It's like. And it's like silence for like two seconds. Yeah. Then, you know, that would have built a lot of tension. I don't know. Well, maybe it's because I'm a motion motion graphics guy. And I'm like, I can, yeah, I can make this tense. Although yeah, if, maybe, if I had yeah. it my way, every TV show would just be like an, a 45 minute trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, they showed so many of them getting destroyed. It didn't seem like it would be that big of a deal. So it must have been something to do with the way they were going to explain what happened next, which was essentially... They 
gave that ship up. They sacrificed that ship so they could find Enterprise. <laughs> oh, so. so maybe that's the reason. Maybe it was. It's not supposed to be important to us, anyways. Right. But maybe it just felt weird. But maybe that would have been nice, though, to think that we got to win, see the explosion, <laughs> think we got to win. Yes. And then, and then show, and show the why is that blip so much bigger? That giant ship coming out of the right. Yeah, which cool. Which was ship. cool. Upvote for the Gorn ships. Yeah, I'll give an upvote too. Gorn ships look great. You know what's funny is like the ship too. If I had to guess what a reptilian, a uh, uh, carnivorous, warlike reptilian ship would look like, this would be close. Right. Like yeah. in my head, cannon. Like I thought. Yeah, even lizard looks like horns and like rough scaly skin. Like it's a cool looking ship. I gotta go back. Look at that thing. That's a cool looking ship, man. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the little fighters. The with the three three leg. It looked scary. Yeah. Yeah. And also not like typical Star Trek. You see a lot of Star Trek where you know everyone everyone wants to make their mark, but often people that design the you know, ships for new races that we haven't seen yet, they usually take their design cues from what we've already seen. Right. And so, you know, it looks like a, a meaner version of uh, the shuttlecraft or whatever, you know, it's not like, it's usually not unique. Yeah. These looked fresh. Yeah. In fact, in enterprise, one thing I really, really respected that the the design shows they made choice they made was the Suliban. And they had these little like sphere ships. Mm. I thought that was super clever. We had not seen that once, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna go deeper in the thing. Blah, blah. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to explain too much detail. I want to get to the good stuff. Um. Yeah. The sutures. I'm not gonna give another down vote. Okay. This moment where she touched the thing that was too hot. Yeah, this moment, you're right. Yeah, this is a this is a big problem, I think. I think that I think that it's not a big problem, but it, it might become a big problem. Because so far yeah. we're seeing a lot of nothing from Hemmer. And he's being used as a vessel to expand other characters. John's asking if we can move the the score because of uh they can't see the text. The score? The, our scores? I guess they're getting away with the dialogue or something. Are they in place where they're at? You can't move them probably. Yeah. Oh. You the mean, numbers? Oh, you mean on the... Oh, yeah, I can't move them. Sorry. We'll, we'll figure that out next week, guys. Sorry, guys. We'll figure out in the future one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the, the subtitles are going to be behind the numbers. Yeah. This is not like a program we use. Like we have to like custom make everything. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's we're trying to fit it in there, and make everything work. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if I can make the subtitles smaller. Oh yeah, here we go. Can you move them? Oh, that would be good, right? Like if you got in the upper right or something, or uh, doesn't doesn't give me that option. Mm. I can change top of the screen. screen would be great. I can make it so I can make them smaller, so they probably won't go underneath the numbers anymore. Might be too small now. <laughs> All right, well, that's it's like yeah, it's like well, I can't read that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's whoops. Let me fix. Never that. mind. We'll figure it out in the future. Um, yeah, we'll figure <laughs> it out next time. All right, 
So, uh, so far, everything's fine. Like, we talked about the hammer and the Yuhara thing. You know, it's neutral, but, you know, I can see it, it causing problems. So, what they did here with the way they maneuvered the ship over the other ships and really cool. This gets a downvote for me. Yeah. So, let's talk about this. They mm -hmm. left some dude behind to die. It's not that they left them behind to die. It's... Okay, look, at I love Star Trek, and I want optimism and hope and a lot of stuff like that. But I don't need random crew members that I don't know anything about making weird sacrifices for for Kyle. So, well, I mean, Kyle, it's, pretty, it's pretty common, though. Red shirts are a thing, bro. I get it, but it just, for whatever reason, it came across as a little bit goofy to me. I wish it was Samuel Kirk that it, that it saved him, right? <laughs> And then, they, well, and then we, we don't want to lose him. We can't lose Sam. No, no. So imagine if he saves him. We think he's dead, right? And then at the end right. of the episode, they find him with like a, a helmet on. He's like, guys, come on. Yeah, it'd be great if they killed him every episode. Yeah, just every for, episode. They <laughs> but Chief Kyle is, is an interesting character. Like, you know, they're trying to make him a main character, but it's he's not just work. not really. Like, he's just not there. And so uh, well, the reason why I downvoted this scene was because I just didn't feel like it was necessary to the story whatsoever. They they merely wanted to put Kyle, Chief Kyle, into the into a scene uh, to, so that he was on the show when it just this just wasn't necessary. Yeah. Also, unfortunately, because of how tiny Kyle is, they had to get yet another super tiny guy. So it just looks like a couple thirteen year olds like running from the bulkhead. I'm gonna make a demo well, too. And there was like kind of this weird pause where I don't know. It just, I mean, I get it. I love that, that you know, as, as a person, you want to save the other person. I think that is a part of human nature. So he's holding him up or whatever. Like this, you're right. This isn't, this is not, this is weird. It was weird. And I just thought it was like, eh. so Kyle's like, come on, Kevin. Come well, I'm just going to assume his name is Kevin. Cause it looks like Kevin. <laughs> come on, Kevin. We got to go. They're closing the bulkhead doors. And Kevin's like, no, you go. And he pushes him through. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It was a and then he, like... and then he, he continues to try to hobble through. Hey, Kevin, here's a thought. If you wouldn't have stopped to push him, you, you would have, have made both it. have made it. Right. <laughs> Go without me, Kyle. I love you. Yeah, I love, it reminds me of what is that show where somebody like pushes them out of the way of like a steamroller, but the steamroller is like really far away. Right. They're like still like laying there or something. Like, no, I'm going to save you. They says like, remember me. You're like, Dude, you got like 20 minutes to move. <laughs> like looking at the watch going, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was like that. Uh, I mean, not the same, but when in Titanic, when Jack is holding on to the thing. and Don't let go, Jack. Don't let go. He's like, but I'm going to let go. And she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he could have hang on. He could have. I mean, I, maybe there's not enough space for two people on that raft or whatever, but there was definitely enough space for him to hold on to the side, dude. Yeah. Something, something. Fight for your life. Somehow. So unnecessary. Um, yeah, this was unnecessary because he literally almost makes it. Look at this. He almost made it after stopping. You Which see that? Which means he would have made it if he wouldn't have pushed <laughs> Kyle through right, the door. <laughs> Come on, Kevin. You got to be better than this, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I got a downvote. I didn't like this scene. I like the idea that crew members aren't safe because I... While yeah, I, love, I like that too. I love hope. I love optimism, all that stuff. There's got to be serious tension. There's got to be stakes. There's right? got to be consequences. Right. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And so the so the consequences for this action, it wasn't because they had to close the bulkhead that he died. Here's the consequences: Kevin was dumb, and he died. <laughs> and then we get the appropriate feeling at the end when we see the coffins, and we're like, eh, "Bye, Kevin." All right, we never knew you. Sorry, he didn't even get paid for. I mean, like. He didn't have a voice credit, so he doesn't even get paid. He gets paid like the the, the weekly minimum. He, he had a voice credit, didn't he? That guy? He didn't say oh, anything. He didn't even say anything. So yeah, if you don't speak, he literally got yeah. like the SAG minimum rate. Right, yeah. Like 80 bucks a day plus craft services. For hobbling through there and pushing <laughs> Chief Kyle. Kyle's like, I make more than you. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, I do find that there's there's some distracting things and i don't have any problem with kyle per se but he is a tiny person like the individual is very very small yeah and so we need we they wanted kyle to be shown doing something other than manning the transporter room which is fine but in order to make that believable they had to get someone else that was also extremely small and it 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 was super uh it didn't look right to me it looked yeah. like a couple kids and it makes you think, like, is everyone in Starfleet just, like, 120 pounds or what? Because everyone's so small all of a sudden, except for Pike. Mm. Pike and Spock. And arguably, Spark, Spock had to swole up for this role. Yeah. Because Discovery he was pretty, not strong like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, why does it feel like there'll be no one left on the ship to save? Good, 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 good. Okay. Um. Yeah, all this is fine. I don't think it deserves an upvote yet. Um, we're getting to the point where there is. See, I love the balance. See, the balance of terror overtones or undertones or whatever. Very good. But yeah. what made it better was when we get to this moment where he uses the relentless character of the Gorn against them. That was very yeah, cool. That was good. I did want to give it an upvote just because of the whole sub submariner submarine yeah. feel that from Balance of Terror. I, I loved that. You know, when I was a kid watching, I always thought of the Enterprise as a submarine, kind of. It's the way the ship was set up. It's the way it's run. You really can't see without your projection screens. You, you know, you are blind to some degree. And I've always thought of it like that. So I thought it was really cool that they had that here. More needle and thread, Shane. It, they were going to show it, yeah. More? Another character? How many, hey, how many bio beds you guys have? You guys need more? You need more bio beds? They were not ready for a big attack, for sure. Apparently not. Um, but I can't give another... You can't, you can't downvote twice, you can't upvote twice. That's the rule. I agree with that. Um, all right, so I love this, though. They needed to give plasma, and Una, and Una basically sacrificed her plasma. Now, here's the problem with this, is while it's a very very heroic gesture that I'd like to see my main characters, um, you know, show. I want to see my main characters have heroic um, personalities. The, as the audience, we knew Una was, was good and she wasn't going to die. So it, oh, of course, you know that it I made, mean, it made the gesture feel like, like there was no weight to it. Cause it well, there's, really... there's no way you can ever succeed in that situation then because these characters are not going to die. So you can't really think of it like that because we're never going to lose one of our main characters. They're in the show for at least two seasons. No, but that's not true, though. You see, the only characters on this show that should be safe, hands down, is Pike, 
Spock, and Una. I'm sorry, and Chapel. Everyone else can be expendable. And Mbenga, he was there. Oh, Mbenga was too. So you're making a heart. Yeah, so I mean, you can't. But you know, Ortega wasn't there. Leon wasn't there. They can kill Ortegas. They can kill kill Ortegas. They can kill Hemmer. But uh, so, I mean, I don't know. There's going to be situations like like Uhura. 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 I'm trying, guys, to say it correctly. Uhura. Um, There was no sense of tension of her dying. They're having this whole talk about dying, her and Hemmer. But we know she's not going to die. Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of a wasted thing. Hmm. That's coming up here in a moment. At least it showed her character and that she was heroic or whatever. Right. So that's what I'm saying is if you if you're banking on it not being good because she's not actually potentially could die, we're going to run into that a lot. All right. I didn't give it a down vote. I'm just saying that like it felt a little empty, but at least got it. At least you know it was not like. Hey, don't give her mine. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> don't even consider taking mine. Let he made that, it an order, bro. Let the she red shirt die, okay? I'm I'm first mm-hmm. title here. I'm getting paid. Yeah. She she made it an order too. Right. All right. Um All right, they're in the center of the gas giant, line, blah 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 blah. Oh, here's go. I love this. The newest obstacle is in the presence of a nearby anybody. And oh, yeah, asked, that was good. Yeah, and she asked um she said, don't you ever speak plain English? And then when they figure out what they're going to do, like she's going to get in a shuttle and she's going to go after him. He goes, uh, I'm going to go with you, basically, uh, is that, you know, and to, to explain in plain English that she needs help. Right. I'm, I'm well, paraphrasing which, here because I don't remember the exact sentence. But. And I didn't really, I mean, I thought it was, I mean, I understand why they did it, but did he really need to go with her on that? They were basically just supposed to go and take a peek to see if the Gorn were still there. Well, maybe he needed to go because maybe, I mean, I don't know. Let's just assume if I'm Spock, you know, this person, I don't think one person should ever be alone on a mission. Because what if she gets incapacitated and she can't finish her mission? What if she has a PTSD and she sees her brother smiling through the, through the, the, the panel and smacks the wrong button? And, you know, you need to have a back. There needs to be a team of people doing these things. Yeah, but do you risk your, your one of your two bridge officers to do it? You know, it's like, you know, that was it, it was just shown to us that the Gorn were basically just waiting for them to peek their head out and smack them around, right, and basically destroy them. Mm-hmm. So this was, I believe, he said the word suicide mission even, and the fact that you know the Gorn could have easily taken a taken your shuttlecraft. Yeah, you know, it would have been hilarious if um, he said no, Spock. And then he looks, he looks to the right, sees Samuel Kirk, he goes, you go with her. You go. <laughs> Sam, you're up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing a red shirt. He's like, he's like what? Okay, How did I end up in security? <laughs> I just want to see him kill Samuel Kirk. It's like, a, I know it's a pipe dream, but I think it would be so funny. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, so I like the idea of, like, taking the ship and risking your life. I just, um... Yeah. And I like what Spock said, but you're right. Didn't that be Spock? I'm just like, yeah, okay. I mean it was an opportunity, it was a it was a plot device to, so that they could mine they could have a Vulcan mind melt. Yes. Now, this mm-hmm. is one of those moments we both have to talk about this. Is it an upvote? Is it a downvote? Is it neutral? How do you feel about the mind meld? I'm okay with the mind meld. We've got a lot of weird mind melds in Star Trek. There used to be an argument of 
oh, mind melds must not be that big of a deal. I mean, mind melds are a big deal because you're basically learning each other. You become a part of each other. Right. And so it, mind melds a big deal, but Spock did it pretty frequently in TOS. Right. So um, that's not too weird. Did we just miss it? What happened here? No, I'm trying to go back. Oh, so that's, I mean, I thought it was okay. Now, what I thought was interesting was, is they picked up the mind meld. Usually mind melds are done where the Vulcan is like explaining what's happening, right? But in this case, they actually went into her mind and it became a whole shooting scene at this point. Right. Where she's in Gorn territory. Yeah, I think I like it better when the Vulcan just explains what's happening. I guess you can take it either way. This is kind of a more, I mean, I guess you have the money now. Back then you didn't have the money to go inside somebody's brain and do a dream right, suite, dream right. a dream sequence. Like, oh, yes, Bob, now so I we, guess you can afford it. We can't show Sarek actually killing people, so just explain it for him. It's like, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Super right. exposition. Um now what got what where's the downvote here, Shane? Where's it at? Oh yeah, the downvote is at the end of the Vulcan mind meld. In fact, I'm I want to give I don't even think, I don't even know if this is part of the rules, but like I wrote for like three down votes. Okay. So we agreed that you can do plus two, minus two max. You can. I thought you said you can only downvote something once. Yeah, because watch. I can plus two, minus two instantly. I know, but you, but you just made the rule a minute ago that you can't downvote something twice. Right. But we also said before we started this whole scoring system, we said we can, we can give something a plus two or a minus two. Okay. If it's then amazing. Then or double outrageous. plus double downvote this one. Because I got to tell you, I don't need Michael Burnham in this show. Yeah. I don't need, listen, and I get she's part of canon now and there's nothing we can do about it. Um, but it totally took Ethan Peck Spock. Did you notice the moment this happened? Like I immediately started disliking Ethan Peck Spock. Immediately. Like he immediately back started into, disliking him. Yeah, he was like, oh, he's awesome, Spock. Oh, he's back to that Spock. Damn it. Now he's crying. Now he's, you know, he's his sister's gone, and now he's having this emotional moment. He ends the mind meld, you know, and, he, I, and it's just like, listen, guys, it just wasn't necessary. We no. don't listen. All the Star Trek that goes forward from this, there's no Michael Burnham. There's no sister. Right. So just you don't, don't need it. to add her to this element to make him more. He's got so many other things turmoil that he can deal with his dad stuff going on in Vulcan his relationships maybe with whatever nurse chapel whatever you want to do you don't need to add Michael Burnham to this thing and so boo 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 I didn't like it and uh yeah damn I guess hey, that's look, a strong feeling here's the deal if you have nothing else if there's no inner turmoil and he's and he's not with nurse chapel and you want him to have any kind of problem I don't care if you invent hemorrhoids just don't bring up Michael Burnham again. Anything no, but Michael Burnham. Yeah. Like, the, the, the character is cancer to this franchise, dude. 100%. So I'm not yeah, also going to give it a down vote. It cannot continue being... They just can't keep bringing her up. They've already brought her up twice this show. Yeah. It was, so, it was, the crazy part is this scene was, was good up until that moment. I was like, ah, oh, right. come on. And I literally said out loud, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, guys. And yeah. my wife was like, what? I'm like, Star Trek's stupid. <laughs> Four episodes, two Discovery mentions. Let's just move on. Yeah, at this rate, uh, is this Discovery season uh, 4.5 or what? Come on, man. Well, it, I mean, at I this mean, that's, rate, that, we're going to get... That's an excessive nitpick. I'm joking, obviously. Right. Well, at this rate, we're going to get five Discovery mentions before the season's over. Yeah. 
So the first one I didn't complain about whatsoever. It makes sense. They're coming together after a long time. Um, I just, I really want you guys to stop hanging your hat on that one crappy season of Discovery when this Enterprise and this crew has way more history, even now, than Discovery. So much right. more history to fans than, let, let's say you gave Discovery 10 seasons in a movie, it still wouldn't have the same history that this crew and this ship had. So I love what Archmage Frey says. It, it, can you imagine if Lon said, you had a sibling as well? And then we were like, oh, crap, they're going to say Michael. And then she says, his name was Cybok. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that would have been, been so good. See, that would have been that would have been pretty cool. Dude, that would have been great. I would have been like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cybok lives. I would have started getting angry like, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would have got two upvotes. That would have been two upvotes from both of us. Yeah. Not even that I care about Cyborg, but like I don't either. But the acknowledgement from the crew to like completely like forget Michael Burnham exists would just be fantastic, right? Okay. Um. All right. Moving through this, we're gonna skip a little bit to the end here, guys. You know, it's interesting. The shuttlecraft seemed really big to me. It did seem big, right? It did. It seemed like the seats were really far apart. It just seemed really large. Yeah. Not yeah. worthy of up. Not worthy of downvoting, but. Yeah, it seemed, you're right, it did seem large. Um, I'm moving through this. We already talked about the her and Hammer thing, whatever. She's fine. Um, there is a scene at the end where they're trying to get a hold of them. They think that they died. I thought that was clever. That was good, yeah. They really pulled, uh, they, really, they they let it breathe for a long time. They did, they, almost like, to the point where he was going to like, he just assumed they were dead. Right. A lot of TV shows do that exact same trick, but they don't play it that 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 long. Yeah. So they'd be like, guys, guys. And you see the disappointment. And he goes, yes, sir, we're here. But he was like about to declare them dead. And they're like, sir, Captain, sir. I'm like, okay, all right. That's fine. I know that's a, that, but it's a TV trope, by the way. It's a very common thing. We knew they were alive, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm skipping to this. Not, this is all, it's all fine. We what did you think of the that. black hole thing? Let's upvote, downvote that. Oh, okay. Let's upvote, downvote the black hole. First off, you're right. You're right. This this is a point of mention. I love the Invent Horizon. I love the way it looks. It's gra- looks cool. It's graphically outstanding. I just think it was super convenient to have a black hole right next to the planet, right next to where they're fighting. It felt a little. Well, it was there from the beginning, though. In fairness, okay. So I mean, it was they. It was mentioned from the very beginning. Um. It does seem weird that it's so close to everything going on. Yeah, you know? so black holes, in case you guys don't know, black holes, um, they suck everything into themselves. And as far as we know, everything that gets sucked into a black hole just ceases to be. They're like the 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 galaxy's uh, you know, garbage disposal. Garbage disposal. Yeah. Um, which means you can't have it that close to a planet or a sun. Like it because it's gonna it's gonna continually pull on everything around it and the only the only thing that changes its uh strength is distance so when you're that close it's a continual point like the planet could not have been orbiting around the sun if there's a black hole that close but i'm not an astrophysicist i'm just saying that's the way i, I see it although here, graphically it looked beautiful well and here's the other issue is that you don't really understand and it's distance and i don't want to get too deep into it 
but we don't know how far away that planet was from the brown dwarf that they went to hide in. I'm um, assuming because they were damaged heavily that they they couldn't just travel, you know, a long ways away quickly. So that's where it gives us the idea that everything's in a very close proximity when in fact it may not be. You know, they may have taken a while to travel to the brown dwarf, brown dwarf or something. Right. You know, it just didn't give us that impression. So um, the other thing for me was they, the, the vessel seemed pretty large in comparison to the black hole. Black holes are ginormous, in ge you know, generally speaking. Yeah, maybe this one wasn't quite as big, but uh, the whole slingshot maneuver and dumping out the stuff, I thought that was pretty clever, uh, getting the Gorn to think they had been, you know, um, destroyed, you know, by getting too close to the black hole. So I thought it was pretty clever overall. So what's I'll your, give it an upvote. You're going to give it an upvote? Yeah. Um, I'm neutral. Because I, because I don't. Now, because I don't think I don't think it the way it looks was good enough for enough books. It did look really cool though. Ah, that event horizon is really cool though, though. No. <laughs> it's like no, you got me thinking about the good. graphics. Yeah, the gra I gotta give it up though. The graphics are just so sick. Yeah, you know what's crazy is after seeing that She Hulk trailer, I'm like, oh my god, Star Trek looks amazing. <laughs> All right, um, yeah. So I guess you dragged an upboat out of me. Good for you. Man, sorry, yeah. All right, there's that moment. Uh, Earl, Hammer, Hammer. We're here, sir. We're here, sir. Don't, don't declare us dead. Um, yeah, okay. Final final upvote, downvote. The scene with Pike and uh, Leon. What you got? Leon. I give her an upvote because her character grew, learned, and got better. Okay. Yeah, because she actually says... I'll, I'll, I'll so, always give it I'll, I'll an upvote, because you're right. Cause yeah, because her personality she, changed here. Yeah, it did. She took on board what Pike said. So she showed that she can learn, showed that she could, you know, she's willing to to take advice and grow. And she did, even if, even if she maybe didn't like it. Okay, so that's good. So now that we've gotten peak Leanne, we should not get very much of this Leanne going forward then. Well, we should get definitely a version who's grown. And, you know, we're still going to see her, you know, we're going to, Lon's going to continue to grow. And we're, you know, people don't just change overnight. Of course not. You but know, like you said, if, this was peak Leanne. And I said, it's getting a little old. It's, this is her episode for this season. So yes, this is going to be peak in the money for her. Okay. Now, is she going to be perfect here out where she's better? Or you can have moments where she's like this. I'm sure there's going to be moments. Sure. Know? Okay, but I also, I also get an upvote. I like that she learned. I like that mm. she respects the captain. That's yes. very important to a Star Trek show, is that you respect the I mean, maybe Big you guys deal. didn't know. Respecting the chains of command is sort of what the military is about. So That's right. All right. Um, that's about it, man. That's it. That's that's it. So what's the final score? Well, here, that was right? pretty cool. I like that little scene right there where Mbenga is giving his blood to Una. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was cool. You want to make she didn't that have plasma, so he gave she he gave his. You want to make that new an upvote downvote moment? Uh, sure. Give me an upvote. I like that. All right. I'm neutral because it didn't matter that much. <laughs> Wait. Hold on a second. You can't say it didn't matter. Yeah. See, I I got I got a, I got an upvote out of you for nothing. Ha! Well, you didn't trick me into it. I'm just saying that's an upvote moment because it shows the crews, you know, they're willing to sacrifice for each other. At least the the main people. Well, yeah. they did show it throughout, but. Look at Mbenga taking one for the team. Made me care about Mbenga a little more there, man. Yeah. I mean, it was it was fine. It wasn't like 
It was fine. Well, you asked me if this is an upvote downvote system. I so want to know. Kind of... I want to hear what you would say. I didn't want to just oh, skip over me. it. Oh, no, that's all right. You I tricked did. me. It's I tricked cool. you. I tricked you in upvoting. I'll take it. We'll take. We'll take our five point five. All right. Um. Okay. I didn't like the way it ended, but yeah. that was cool. This is actually cool. Funeral scene. What do you think? Yeah, it was awesome. Very, t- very standard Star Trek. You know. Uh, you know, they get launched out into space. It's all good. Does it deserve an upvote? Stop asking me that question, man. If you if you're not going to do it first, <laughs> I don't if you turn it into an upvote scene, I'll give you my up or down. Is that what you're doing? Well, you can go up, down, or neutral. You don't got to like stay in one, you know, in in one spot. You can be no. Neutral. I'll give you my up down if this is what you're asking. Right. What you're saying oh, the final scene, the one with the coffins and the engine room, is an up, neutral, or down? It's an upvote. Okay, there you go. You got. I just gave another upvote. <laughs> it's an upvote. I mean, it is. It showed Star Trek lore. It's the way it's done. It's got cool looking graphics. Look back there. They're they're recognizing the people that died. I mean, it's it's a great moment. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a downvote. Go ahead. I'm tired of seeing the Starfleet logo on everything. <laughs> the logo. Wow. I'm joking. I'm not giving it. This a isn't downvote. gonna be an accurate one here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving it a downvote. Um. I mean, you're right. The graphics do look really cool. Yeah, and the captain's there. Because, you know, this is a discovery. The captain wouldn't even be there. Like, she'd be like, we've lost people? What? <laughs> wait, wait. Are there other people on this ship? <laughs> Sorry, I was in with the counselor. I just didn't, I couldn't, yeah. The it. ship really needed me. She was She was having a rough time on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. She felt really threatened by, by a TikTok internet troll. All right, all right. All right, so that's it though. That's the final scene. No more, no more upvotes, downvotes. Okay. So what? So where? So let's talk. Let's finish this up. What you got? I, I mean, I thought it was a great episode. You know, it was it was another week of good, fun trek. I don't think it was the best episode we've seen so far. I think still the first episode was actually the best episode. Um, but it wasn't bad, and it was enjoyable, and at least I'm looking forward to it every week still. Okay. So final upvote or downvote? What? Final upvote or downvote? In the beginning, you said, do we upvote or downvote the, the show? Oh, you want me to give another one oh, up or right, down? You're right. You're right. You're right. My, my, okay. I'm, my brain, brain I'm downvoting Brian for trying to make me oh, okay. upvote all the he's, time. He's downvoting me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, know, you know what? I realized about halfway through the review that I, I wasn't picking the specific scenes that we had spoken about. So I started, oh, I, I started too late. So now I was trying to like make up for the, you're trying to make up for it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Cause there was a halfway through our review. Like I was at two and you were at four. I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to be the worst episode of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, it, it, it did. It probably deserves to be right there because I liked it a lot, but it was just kind of like, cool a good a good episode it i didn't it wasn't like groundbreaking i didn't fall in love with somebody i didn't wasn't overwhelmed the whole uhura hammer thing was kind of met to me to be honest with you yeah it, it that was close to a downvote which would have put yeah. if we would have both given a downvote and it was what would have, we would have put this episode from a six to a five which would have made it less than yeah but i think a six is an average score i think it's solid, solid six it is yeah it's six all right so that's the score, boys and girls. It's a solid six. All right. And that's that it fun. for our review of Strange New Worlds. Woo! Um, if you have not subscribed to our channel, please do so now in the comments section on the way to the comments section below. 
I'm tired, so it's clear that I'm, I'm mumbling a lot. But please, comment on the way to the comment section to explain why Shane is completely wrong. Hit that the subscribe and the alert button while you're down there. And I heard that share, YouTube is really all about shares now, so, like, share it or whatever. Maybe share it on Twitter or via email. Maybe start, it, maybe start one of those email chains that, that my grandmother uses all the time, like, just start yeah. sending like links on your email. I don't know. Let's just tell them right now. If you don't send this to 500 people that you know, <laughs> like something bad's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Spock's, Spock's <laughs> going to gonna gonna turn into a woman and then he's going to attack Captain Pike. Yeah, and his ears are going to fall off. And his ears yeah. are going to fall off. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's see what we got in the comments. What you got, man? What you got? Let's see. We got all kinds of good stuff here uh let's see imagine oh let's see sure glad they fixed the planet's air wait, three wait, weeks come, before it gets sucked into a black hole please tell me where you're starting i just down at the bottom okay archmage Frey. sure sure glad they fixed the planet's air three weeks before it gets sucked into a black hole right yeah yeah. that's yeah. a good point so we don't know like the distances like was the planet affected by the black hole yeah, the black whatever. hole was real close yeah right what happened to Mbenga's daughter when sickbay lost power? Oh, Ooh. independent power supply. Last last episode, she explained that she oh. would get an independent power supply for the hologram girl. This Remember? Is, this is At the very yeah. end. Yes. Because I thought the same thing. I thought, wait a minute. And then I remembered, oh, she said she's going to get this power cell from engineering or something. Got it. Archmage Frey also says, if this was Discovery, the dead crew would have left holograms saying they were glad they died as long as Michael could live. <laughs> Michael is the savior. <laughs> Question of Trek. What's up, guys? What's up to you, Mr. Question of Trek? What's up? Um, John Burton right. says, Klingon's very dangerous. Red shirts go first. This is crew. Okay, that's it for Strange New Worlds Episode 4 review. Um, again, what did you think of the episode? Our final combined podcast score was six and just to be um just to give it some kind of uh context episode two got a 6.5 i'm sorry a six episode three got a 6.5 this got a six so it's right there it's slightly below last episode um and i'm basically the same as episode two so i think episode one would have gotten like an eight or a nine you're right done it if we were doing the score system yeah yeah we were so blown away so next week, the question is, are we going to see just a continued six average? Or are we going to have like a breakout episode or an episode that disappoints us? Because that, Ooh. do we know what next week's episode is about yet? What's the synopsis? Yes, it's uh, next week's episode is actually the take a breath, take a, take a, take a break episode. It's going to be the fun episode. Okay. So they're going to slow down. There's going to be more, you know, I think they go on, uh, everybody's going to go on like Liberty or something like that. Liberty. You mean shore leave? Shore leave. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, why'd you call it Liberty? Is that a Navy term? Yeah, it is. Oh, so it's when not, you go on Liberty. That means you're off duty. It's not called shore leave in the Navy. If you're actually at sea mm-hmm. and you pull into a port, you go on shore leave. If you're off work, you're on Liberty. Ah, Okay. Um, yeah, so the thing about that is, remember when, when we read the, the, the episode stuff? Yeah. This, we, we had already gotten, um, 
to look at what the story is about for the first five episodes. Yes. And so after episode five, it's no pun intended, undiscovered country. Oh, and and undiscovered country was episode five, I think. Boom. Nice, nice. John Burns says at Brian's six score is the perfect score. Meanwhile, I can't tell you how filled with rage towards at Shane's terrible six score. Oh, you see, yeah. Oh no, no, because we both have six. That's what's happening. LOL, John. LOL. So first off, I changed the yeah. scores to rep, to reflect the total average. Yes. Yes. But I get it. Rage filled towards me. It's okay, John. Yeah, it's typical. It. Typical. Yeah, I'm definitely. Normal. I'm the more likable. Of 100%. The two of us. Yeah. 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 You no. Know? So. Lot, lot of, lot of people get real angry at Shane for no reason. No reason at all. It has nothing to do with the swastika tattoo. I keep telling him that. The what? You, the swastika tattoo on your back, that big giant swastika. Swastika. Am I saying like, word wrong? Swastik. What, what are you talking about? I got, I got, I got a tattoo right here though. I do. I got, I have, a, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cultural appropriator. <laughs> and and a child and a teenager of the '90s. Can you tell? What it means is go home, gringo. Yeah, it, it's actually the price for the tattoo. <laughs> it was the receipt. <laughs> um, <laughs> question of truck says Spock Amuck, it's called. What is that? You mean episode? Episode's called Spock Amuck? No, it's not, is it? Anyways, okay, that's it, man. That's it for uh, this review. We're going to move on to some other topics. I hope you guys can hang out. Spock Amok. No, no, he's he's just making... Amok time was... Ah, see, screw me. Spock was Amok. Um, yeah, there's one thing... You know what? I just remembered something. There's one thing about um, season... I'm sorry, episode five that we're going to have to worry about. What? As far as ratings. The Orville also comes out that week. Mm. Segway! Come on, you like well, that? But we're not talking the Orville. Yeah, it's on the it's in the show notes. No. May twenty sixth show notes. I'm I'm looking at the wrong notes. <laughs> now, now I understand why you've been off this entire show. Yeah, we're doing the wrong show notes, baby. Right. Come on. All right, um, but I guess I guess my point still stands uh, because yeah. the Orville does come out next week, right? Yeah, we're gonna have one heck of a next Thursday. Next Thursday is gonna be like a six-hour show. We got the Orville. Let's see. We got Strange New Worlds, the Orville, and we're gonna have. Well, we got to figure out what we're doing with Kenobi. Yeah. So, are we gonna do Kenobi separate because it comes out on Fridays? I guess we got to figure it out. <laughs> I can't say the word. How do you say that word? Swastika. Swastika. It's swast. There's no ed. There's no h. So my swastika. Swastika. Is that how yeah. you say it? Swastika. Swastika. I, I think it's good that I don't know how to say the word swastika. <laughs> it would be weird. Yes, if you knew it and uh, the history of it and where it comes but, from, and I've read all these books about it. I, I, I knew it's it actually like a, a symbol of peace in in uh, German. <laughs> It's you know, what's sad is it's actually a symbol of peace, and it was yeah, it's a Buddhist symbol, right? It was bastardized by the Nazis. It's a Buddhist symbol, right? I don't know. Some kind of it's some kind of I think it's like a yeah, some kind of symbol for like Buddha or something. Um, you know what's funny? And uh, we're getting on the topic here, but um, one of one of my friends was asking 
Uh, yes, yeah, South South Asia. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my friends was asking. It's a another, Hindu symbol. Hindu. Oh, yeah. One of my friends was asking another one of my friends, and I'm overhearing this right. I'm at the conference, and um, it's uh, it's actually like it was like Faith and like someone else, the girl that that, that we both know. Yeah. And um, they were like, uh, "What's this like the sexiest accent?" Because I was like, "Oh, you know, like British accent or Brazilian accent." And someone's like, "Oh, the German accent." And I'm like, "All right, stop. I can overhear this." And I gotta say. Nothing is sexy about the German accent. It just sounds like angry people every time. <laughs> and they got so embarrassed that I was overhearing him talk about sexy. If you're like, listening to him talk about what's sexy. sexy. But the fact that she chose German as a sexy accent, I'm like. <laughs> Some people think the German accent is very good. Maybe she's talking about like the accent and not, not the language. Because the language sounds like Klingon. You know, it's like. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry, all of our German fans out there, that Brian just insulted. I'm just saying, every time someone speaks like German, not you know, not the not the accent, but German, it sounds. I feel like they might be mad at me. That's all I'm saying. It's possible, but you know, like they got some pretty words like uh, like Dankeschön and Bitteschön. It's actually kind of nice. They, what did you just call me? That's between uh, me and God. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, uh, I think, I believe I said, um, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay, guys. Uh, let's, uh, we're done with, with, with some Shrek. We're going to talk about some Top Gun. You ready? I've actually been to Ramstein, Archmage Frey, and beautiful country. Yeah. Ramstein doesn't turn you on. I don't know if it turns me on, but Ramstein. Yeah. I actually have a really funny story. Should I even tell it? Let me German try, story? let me try doing ASMR. Ramstein. <laughs> well, you know what? I got a half chub. It's, it's, it's okay. It's where it works. You're right. Yeah. yeah, I had a really great story in Germany, and Germany's a really great place. Honestly, I've I've <laughs> I've been there a couple of times, and it's 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 really got amazing castles and some really great things. We went to a park. And uh, a bunch of the young sailors, because it was when I was in the Navy, a bunch mm. of the young sailors were there and we were going to, uh, oddly enough, we were going to a bowling tournament. And uh, we went to this park where girls were sunbathing. And let me tell you, in the United States, nobody goes to the park and takes off their clothes to sunbathe nude. Ramstein. So these guys were completely like gawking and um, made freaked out these girls who end up taking off. I'm like, OK, guys, this is. Everybody, everybody back in the car. Let's go. We got to go. <laughs> this is that one guy's like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone, buddy. It's okay. You can get, get back no. in the car. No, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Forever. never going back to the United States. It sucks. Right, that. right. Um, okay. So let's talk about Top Gun. Before we talk about Top Gun, I really, I need a comparison here. Okay. You tell me something, Shane. Okay. Who is that? Comparison. Who is that right there? Yeah, I, it appears to be uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Okay, go ahead. And what's that person's name? Uh, uh, is it Jean Claude Van Damme, right? No. Okay, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. Okay, okay listen, I was you. trying to make a joke. You're messing up my joke. So, oh, you got a joke. It's yes, Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. Sorry. And, and sorry. who and who is this man? That's his grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Val Kilmer that's the third. The joke. That's, <laughs> that's Val Kilmer. 
Um, Val Kilmer's had a rough life. Bro. And so what I was going to say, when you said Val Kilmer, I was going to be I'm like, oh, is that Tom Cruise's grand- grandfather? What is going <laughs> on between these? These guys are the same age? That, that's like a, a different species of person. Tom's not natural, though, bro. He don't look his age at all. Okay. And and Val's had some, he's had some tough times. And he had, uh, he actually had a very, he had a, he was really ill. I'm surprised he was even able to do the movie, to be honest with you. Can't, he, has, Val, he can't speak though, right? He has no, he can't, he can't actually use his voice anymore, right? I I read that. I don't know. I read that he can't talk. They had to like, they, in order to get lines out of him, they had to go and grab old lines and like piece it together. I love how you set me up with these things that we weren't prepared to talk about. I'm sorry, bro. I'm like, oh, now we're talking about what's wrong with the, you know, because you don't know. Now I got to look it up. He had a, what was wrong with Val Kilmer? And yeah, uh, Val Kilmer, he was had throat cancer. You're right. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, Val Kilmer can't speak. But so okay. an, an, an AI, an AI. That's used right. AI. I remember that story. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you brought the story. They used an AI to like get all of his old speech and they created an AI program right. to speak for him, which is super cool, by the way. Yeah, we talked about this. It's, it took so long for Ma- Top Gun Maverick to come out um, that it's it's pretty much you know Val Kilmer has the greatest acting role of all time. Like the he like of all the great acting that's ever been done in history of acting, like he has the number one spot of all acting jobs. When he did uh, a Doc Holiday on uh, Tombstone, that was the number one, in my opinion, best acting ever done by an actor. Oh wow. So I got to give him that kudos. In Top Gun Maverick, he is in the show. He plays a uh, a fleet admiral. Um, Top Gun Maverick is interesting. It actually uh, opening night is tonight. Um, some people got to see it on Tuesday, and so the the reviews are overwhelmingly positive, like hugely positive about the show. In fact, critics are saying that the long-awaited sequel is a must-see. And is not only potentially better than the original, but also maybe one of the best movies Tom Cruise has ever made. Oh, snaps. That's the way they're talking about this movie. The best movie. Guys, Tom Cruise has made a lot of movies. Okay. A lot of good movies. If this is the best movie Tom Cruise has ever made, holy cow, right? And this isn't just from one source. This is a lot of sources reporting this. Didn't we have the ability to see this like two days ago? We yeah, we could have saw it on Tuesday, but like everything else, COVID is destroying this week. Yeah, really. Sorry, Warco. Has a ninety-nine percent audience score and a ninety-seven percent tomato reader. What? Sick, bro. Sick. What? This movie. I'm gonna get out as soon as my son test po- test negative for COVID. I'm going to see this movie. So. Really. I cannot wait to see this movie. Of course, this is if you've seen the first one from the '80s. Uh, this now is a much older uh, Maverick. Uh, of course, you know from the original Top Gun that um, you know in the movie he, he uh, his Rio Goose gets killed um, during a uh, exercise, and now uh, Maverick has to deal with Goose's son in the future, and that's what this movie is about. So it's going to be an interesting uh, thing because. You got to remember that Maverick felt like he killed Goose in some way. He had to let that go before he could actually get up there and fly again because he's the one who made the choice, even though he couldn't see the jet wash. He did a lot of dumb, crazy things. So he kind of took, you know, he felt responsible for it. 
Well, apparently, and what I'm guessing is, is that Goose's son is probably going to feel like Maverick's the reason why Goose died so young. So look at these reviews. That's interesting. Um, great action. Just enough drama to make it really good. Better than the original. Enough said. Okay. I got done whipping the criminal organization known as the agency. I saw this movie, shed a tear, ate popcorn, and enjoyed this movie 100%. That's Dark Knight. Uh, amazing <laughs> movie. A great spinoff to the original. Why are they calling it the original? This is a sequel, right? A great spinoff of the original. So I guess that's just a weird way of calling it a sequel. Yeah, because like, so this one, one review says better than the original. This one Well, you got to remember, these are just people. Oh. Oh, yeah. So they're not, those aren't official critics. All right, let me, I'll go to that. But also, best movie ever, hands down. Right. Better than the first cop Top Gun movie. All right, so let's go to the let's go to the critics. You're right. I'll just do top critics. Mm-hmm. See, these guys are see the problem with the top critics, bro, is they're all like so bougie the way they speak. It's not clear, right? Right. This triumphalism powering those bone rattling engines still going. Okay, all right. <laughs> Jesus. God. You like the movie? Okay, that's great, man. Thanks. Here, 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 here. Finally, thank you, Richard. I enjoyed it. You might too. If you don't. If, if you don't think, just watch. Okay. Great review, by the way. This guy right here, I want to give him a freaking medal. Um, a soaring movie, if not particularly self-aware one. Okay. More than a nostalgia sequel or a legacy sequel. Is that a word? Legacy? Like, no, people are just making stuff up. It's almost more than a movie. It's a manifesto. A monument. <laughs> A defiant time girl. Shut up. Look, I'm not saying movies are bad, but I hate the way they speak. I hate the way they, that. I'm going back to the regular people. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? I, I'll go verified audience at least. John says Goose killed. Spoiler alert. Okay, listen. If Goose getting killed is a spoiler alert, you got some explaining to do. You should have seen that movie already, guys. Yeah, it's, it's been like 30 years. It's right. more than that. It's been a long time. It's like 37 years, bro. I saw the time. All right, we got to wrap it up, guys. We are going to the members section. I'm so sorry to end so abruptly, but we got some members business to handle. (laughs) Why did you say it like that for? We got some members business to handle. It's a Futurama (laughs) reference. You sound like Humpty Dumpty. like It's a Futurama reference. Get educated, bro. I I don't watch Futurama. Okay, guys, we are going to the members section. You can meet us there if you'd like. You can either go to the text on the screen, popgast.co slash join, or you can hit that description, hit that very first link. It'll take you there or um, or in, in the chat. That's right. I usually do that, don't I? Or in the chat. I'm dropping it in the chat. I can't drop it in the chat. Anyways, it's in the description, guys. Go to the description, click the link, and we'll see you in the members section. Until next time. See you guys next week. Have a good one. I was doing Farmsworth from Futurama. I, I've never seen Futurama. Ah, oh, man, you're missing out. It's good sci-fi. It's good I, sci-fi. I, don't, I don't typically like to watch cartoons. And I don't know why. It's good science fiction, bro. I, I know. I just have a cartoon problem. It's like trying to watch Rick and Morty. I don't know what it is. I got an issue. I, if it's not South Park... Which is which is fantastically written, you know, and just, you know, it's looking at basically what's happening in our modern day 
surroundings. I love that. But these other cartoons, I don't know. Okay, so my friends in the members section, hello, howdy, how you do? We got Kenneth the Rogue, Archmage Frey, Archmage Frey, and a couple others that aren't in chat yet. We only got time for uh, one story right now. Do you want to talk about Will Wheaton's suicidal tendencies or Stargate? I mean, it's a toss-up. <laughs> Will Wheaton? I want to no, I want to talk about JJ. Okay. Oh, I said. Oh, you. Oh, you were there. None of those. Want to talk about JJ? Okay. Yeah, it's important because are we still listening on the other channel? No, I I killed it. Okay, so this is really important, guys, because the video that's coming out. When, Brian? Uh, I don't know. Don't. Okay. How dare you put that onus on me right now? Is that the right one? I mean, onus? you're the only one who knows. I don't know, but I just started working on it a few hours ago. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, you can say tomorrow or Saturday. I mean, you could do that. Yes, tomorrow or Saturday. <laughs> so, on the video that's coming out, guys, we're doing something different, okay? And I really hope you all show up to watch it because... We're going to need support on this one. We're actually doing a Star Wars video. And it's the problem with Star Wars. Woo! And has it been fixed? Woo! You guys hear that? We're doing the problem with Star Wars. <laughs> Woo! Just, some, right now, somewhere. Somewhere out there. Doomcock just got an erection. <laughs> somewhere. Even though he can't hear it. He may have. <laughs> He's like, what's wait, interesting wait. They're but, talking uh, about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's interesting is, is that um, I'm going to take off my hat because I'm tired of wearing it. Um, what's interesting is this, this story dropped today where it basically says that Warner Brothers is, uh, is kind of mad at J.J. Abrams. They're putting pressure on him. Wait, Can, are you talk about story? Can I introduce it before you go into that? Oh, sure. Yeah. All right, oh, we're taking about- No, okay, sorry, no, no, because I do need to talk about the video. Oh, okay, so, so let I me have that. Why. Let me have that break so I can record it. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so the so basically in this story that we're about to talk about, JJ is not fulfilling his commitments. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. But we've found out and uncovered that what he did with Disney, uh, it, there's a lot of fault that JJ has for what happened to the whole Disney, you know, the the sequel trilogy that came out. And our video focuses on everyone who's at fault for what happened. And, and this story kind of highlights why JJ maybe was the wrong guy for Star Wars. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Do not miss that video. Either yes. Friday or Saturday. Here we go. We are talking about J.J. Abrams. Some people refer to him as Jar Jar Abrams. Others refer to him as who's that guy over there. Others say the killer of Star Wars, the ender of Star Trek, and the guy who effectively made every fan of Lost lose their mind. No pun intended. <laughs> but today, it's another story because Mr. J.J. slash Jar Jar slash Lost Dude is pretty much in hot water with Warner Brothers slash Discovery and Shane has the whole story for you right now. All right. Yes. Uh, so it, it apparently, of course, JJ was hired to do a bunch of DC uh, comic book character movies. Uh, he, there was a $250 million deal done with Bad Robot, which is his production company. And they're not happy with uh, how far along JJ has gotten with his work for them. Did you say, did you say uh, Bad Reboot or Bad Robot? 
bad robot. Oh, I thought you said but that is reboot. interesting that bad reboot and bad robot mm -hmm. very close. Mm. Nice. Thanks. I didn't make it up. JJ uh, Abrams uh Demamonde, the first show the prolific producer has written since Fringe in 2008 is on the bubble at HBO. As sources say, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zasloff is frustrated by the lack of output from Bad Robot's $250 million deal overall. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that the budget for HBO's uh, show, uh, which has been in the works since 2018, is a source of contention as Abrams' Bad Robot is eyeing to spend, uh, is eyeing a spend that's north of $200 million. Oh my God. So by comparison, the budget for HBO's upcoming games of Game of Thrones prequel, The House of Dragons, is less than $200 million. So J.J. wants to spend more than a Game of Thrones show, which is scary. Right. It, that, that, that is one part about that is, is not just J.J.'s problem, but that's one of the problems there is with science fiction. Is science fiction is so expensive. Right. Um, a decision on whether this new sci-fi drama is going to move forward is expected to come this week. So they could kank the whole thing if they're not happy with what he's done for it. No way that um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And, you know, like we were talking about, um, you know, JJ has done a lot of stuff. You know, he's, he's really well known today for the things he's done, um, mostly because of Star Wars and Star Trek. Um, he's just been involved in a lot of science fiction. So the fact that, you know, I think the main problem with why JJ has so many problems and is probably not able to commit to Warner Brothers is because JJ is always doing a lot of stuff. Have you look at his uh, IMDb? He's constantly flip-flopping back and forth between movies and TV series. I mean, he has, this is crazy. As a, Just as a producer, he has 12 projects either in pre-production or or that have been announced and he has another four projects that are currently filming how is he supposed to keep up with all this stuff and he has like an entire studio that helps him keep like that's what bad robot is it's like that's what bad robot is but at some point you know if he how much he's got to manage the ship He's got to make sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. So whoever's working on this Warner Brothers property isn't carrying their weight. So JJ's going to have to step in and fix that problem. Yeah, he goes, hey, hey, listen, uh, Bob, listen, I'm sorry. I had the intern working on the new Batman series. Let let me let me uh, figure that out. I'll get I'll get a regular person on it. The intern's not doing great. We got to replace him because <laughs> he can just put any of his people on these shows. I mean, look at the shows he's doing. Abrams has multiple projects in the works under a company-wide deal. So company-wide, bet company-wide referring to Bad Robot. With Demo De Demi Mon... How the hell do you say this? <laughs> That's a tough one. De Demi Monde? Demi Monde, yeah. Demi Monde. By the way, JJ, that is not a good name for a show. If people can't pronounce it, they can't tell people about it. Come on, man. Joining an adult animated Batman series, which I'm interested in, that reunites Abrams with, with his Felicity collaborator, Matt Reeves. So Matt Reeves, J.J. Abrams' show, uh, adult animated Batman series. That sounds cool. Who is behind the Batman feature film? Abrams and Bad Robot are also working on originals, including Subject to Change, 
Both these drummers are based on original ideas. But look at this. Ready? Presu- um, uh, other projects include U2 scripted series. U2. Are you talking like, like the band? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. That would be interesting. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, that the series is the series studio is producing for Netflix. Apple's presumed innocent, an original mm. crime dust and a crime duster, uh, crime drama duster for HBO Max. In addition to, I guess he's he's talking about doing HBO uh, dark, Justice League Dark stuff with Constantine and Madame X. So yes. he he's working. What you just said, he's working a bunch of stuffs in HBO Max. Great, great, cool, cool. But he also has stuff at Netflix and Apple. Yeah, and he's also part of the new Star Star uh, Star Trek movie coming up. All right, and parent. So he's working for both Apple, Netflix, HBO Max, Warner Brothers, and Paramount. And Paramount. <laughs> so if he if Disney announces his involvement in the next Star Wars project. He will officially have been working at the same time for every single studio in existence, pretty much. Yeah, he's going to run as far and fast away from Star Wars as possible. There's yeah. no way that dude's going to have anything to do with Star Wars moving forward. Well, because they, they they did talk about JJ being on on the short list for Star Trek. I'm sorry, Star Wars. And I bet you he was like, "Yeah, that's a that short list. Uh, don't don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass." The guy that that takes any job you give him is like, "No, nah, I'm good." I'm good, thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, reps for Warner Brothers and Discovery and Bad Romance declined to, con- declined to comment. So what's interesting here, in a nutshell, right, the TLDR is this. He was given, his company was given $280 million. 50, yeah. I'm sorry, 250, $250 million. And he, his very first, um, his very first work, he's putting out two HBO, as part of that deal, is one TV show that has a budget north of $200 million. Yes. So, essentially, if they actually approve this season one of Demonimunde, I'm just going to call it Telemundo. Telemundo. Like it. Yeah. Then Telemundo. It will have effectively have cost them around $500 million. Hmm. $200 million well, Bad Robot. And now the budget for the first show is north of 200. So let's say $480 million for a single TV show. Well, I mean, that 250 is for, uh, you know, for them to produce a lot of other things as well. Right. But, but the initial offering, right? This is yeah. out the gate. This is what we're giving you. And you're telling me it's going to cost the whole, the whole thing is going to cost basically $500 million. Yeah, the idea for the show sounds pretty cool. I mean, it's the storyline is basically the world battles against a monstrous oppressive force. It's pretty vague, but mm. it sounds like it could be cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, so it's like the world battling Twitter. <laughs> the world's battling Twitter. Okay, yeah. All right. Or you know, something yeah, like that. I'm trying to think of something like, like uh, oppressive force or it's definitely or, Twitter. I don't know. Or one of the studios you work for <laughs> Disney, perhaps okay. what, what if the monster is a giant Mickey mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you will bow to me. <laughs> okay. 
Listen, guys, that's it. Uh, on the way to the comment section to, sh to, to tell Shane he's wrong about J.J. Abrams, hit that subscribe button and the alert button. And uh, please subscribe. We found out that 90% of you that watch this channel, <laughs> that number seems... <laughs> I, when I say that, I feel like I'm I'm lying or like exaggerating, but I'm not. Ninety percent of the people that watch our videos aren't subscribed. It's, it's it it sounds ridiculous. It does. It sounds ridiculous. Oh yeah. I I will get a screenshot for you guys next time. But ninety percent of the people that watch our videos aren't subscribed. That means that ten percent of you that are subscribed, watch the videos. And then every time we put something out, the other 90% is filled up with random people. Like, or, well, I mean, I'm sure people watch the videos more than once, but they just haven't taken the time to subscribe. So if that's you, if you've watched more than, you know, a couple, two or three of our videos, it doesn't really affect you at all. Just throw us a subscribe, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're coming back, you know, and now if you've watched us and you're like, oh my gosh, this is garbage. <laughs> We like, understand. We understand. <laughs> yeah. Listen, often we think we're also garbage. Hey, yeah. It, it's, or, a com it's a common theme with us. I'll call Shane. I'll say, Shane, I'm garbage. He'll be like, I agree. <laughs> you are garbage, but it's okay. I'm garbage too. Let's make yeah. a video. And we feel a little better about ourselves Yeah, for like five minutes until the comments start coming in that call us fat garbage. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, just pick yourself up, man. It's all good. <sighs> Anyways, listen, Shane's right. Please subscribe. Thank you. Anything else to say on that topic? Uh, not on that topic, but I would like to address Art Mage Frey who said, wait, Kenneth, Kathleen Kennedy left Lucasfilm? What? Well, don't worry, Art Mage. She gets her fair share of trouble in the video coming up as well. Oh, yeah, the video coming up either tomorrow or Saturday. Um, Shane, Shane certainly leans into... I think I think I would. Is it fair to say you lean into Kathy Kennedy over any, everyone else you mentioned? Um. Well, I. I'll I mean, just be. Quick. Yeah. I mean, the I think, onus is on honestly, Bob Iger. Ultimately, I think ultimately Bob Iger screwed. He, he made the 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 mistake from the beginning that just made everybody else screw up. Yeah, he started the he started the poop rolling downhill. But, yeah, but Kathleen Kennedy's personal beliefs is what definitely increased the volume of said poop. I would say her inability to, um, she, as a she, she's a great producer, but she, maybe she's not a good storyteller, right? And I think her inability to like oversee the project properly is probably you know, but like I said, JJ is, has a fault. Ryan Johnson has a fault. There's a lot of people with a piece of the fault, and you should watch the video so you see it. All right. That said, though, and I'm very sorry that we have to go earlier this this day this week, but I have a thing I got to do tonight. We'll be back tomorrow uh, or Saturday. One of the things. Thank you for supporting us. Please, 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 please continue to support us. And I promise yeah. you, next week <clears throat> we're gonna make up for this shorter series because next week is gonna be an insanely long stream. Yeah, and if we can, we're going to also try to give you. Uh, the Kenobi review sometime this weekend if we have time. Yes. We'll try to do that just for the members and then figure it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We love you so much. Stay awesome. And we'll see you tomorrow or Saturday. I'm not sure. <laughs>